Last week there were two. Now there are four. We're back like a bunch of whores. What's up, fellas? What's up, Cruz Matt? He's He's You would be so disappointed with my cruise. Well, first of all, before we get into cruise, Kevin, how are you feeling, brother? Welcome back. Oh, thank you, boys. Thank you. It's good to be back. I missed last week. Uh, it's just I can't shake this cough. It stinks. It's the worst. You Please. look better. COVID you sound sucks. better. Yeah, no, it, 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 I feel better. Like I feel 100% fine. It's just this freaking cough I can't get rid of. Just so. one request. Please don't mute any of the coughing. Tonight. No, let's hear it. I want to. We want to. No, yeah, mute, we, mute. Let's get mute the no, no, We, we want to hear all the coughs. Come on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you have like a, like a phlegm bucket next to you. You know what? I do, but I didn't bring it down. Cock the loose. Kevin's got a spittoon. I have a spittoon. I have a, a, a Poland Spring water bottle that literally is up to like the bottom of the label with phlegm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you might as well yeah. dip while you're at it, dude. Yeah, last night yeah. was garbage night. I probably should have got rid of that. <laughs> I didn't. Was it? Did they come around today? Because it's a holiday. No, they they come. I'm okay. okay. They, they, they work. get me every time over here. They don't come on the holidays. No more. <laughs> <on the> holidays. <laughs> Thanks for that, Cody. Poor Kevin. I, it's commendable that he tried to go without the, the cough button. No, I went. I, t- I hit it. I know you did. You tried, though, to go like the yeah. first couple couple seconds. <laughs> you are a true professional. Speaking of trying, we want to know We want to know if you tried out the karaoke and the ice cream machine on the cruise. Uh, no karaoke because I don't like ca- – I'm not a karaoke guy. I will watch. Yeah, but you like oh. to get drunk and sing along and shit like that. Look, man, I was on vacation. I don't know what you do on your vacation, Tony, or Handsome Kevin, or Shining Moves Kevin, but I did not was not looking to get hammered on a boat. Why? Well, then why'd you go on vacation? Because I just wanted to relax and enjoy myself, which I got to do. It was glorious. I had drinks. Don't get me wrong. Little Jack and Coke here and there and everywhere. Oh, it was vacation. Margaritas, man. Margaritas. Ah, man. Dude, this seems like a missed opportunity. No karaoke. Missed opportunity for what? No, taking your shirt off, spreading ice cream on your chest, singing. I, I took my shirt off when we went to the beaches and on the sun deck. Ooh, the sun deck. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they sunlight. changed our um, they changed our itinerary. Nobody so we not didn't get to do. go to the Dominican Republic, which I didn't. I could give a shit less, but people on the boat were outraged, which I thought was hysterical. Um, because it was the first stop and we were only there for like six hours. So I don't know what you're what you're outraged about because they were very clear that they were going to refund everybody who had an excursion. So I don't understand what the problem was. So people, we spent the first people probably looking forward to going to the DR. I mean, you know, but there's why are, every beach is the same. It's full of fucking dark people trying to sell their wares. Who gives a shit. Nudies? Every beach was the same. Any nudies? I did see an old lady take her top off. It was a boy. Fuck Woo! yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, look to the left, look to the right, look to what does she do? Oh, those are just old, in between them. Those are some <laughs> old ass nipples, son. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because Kevin was trying to talk my mom's top off last week and you got to see him for free. <laughs> I heard after this fucking head came out of that, that fucking 
that foos you wanted to try and get up in them guts? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can give her my number, Tony. She doesn't have to keep on contacting me via Facebook. Sweet, sweet lady. But just, I mean, tell her, contact me direct. Yeah. Tony's old. How old do you think his mother is? With all due respect. Whoa, whoa. But she's got a young soul. 96. You say a young hole? <laughs> Come on, dude, really? Who keep it professional for Christ's sake? I thought of, I, my mic might have cut, my headphones might have cut out. Yeah. No, yeah. Ears. no ears. No ears. I'm fancy, but I spend all my money on my cruise, not on my equipment. <laughs> so we spent a lot of time at sea. It was nice. It was nice. No, nothing crazy. I had one ice cream cone because for some strange reason they ran out of vanilla on the soft serve. And I'm not a big chocolate guy. I don't like chocolate ice cream. Interesting. But it I'm wasn't like, he... uh, you know, you get, it wasn't it wasn't disgusting. I uh, oh, Yeah, all those brown people at the beaches. I can understand why you wouldn't want chocolate ice cream. Right. Well, he didn't say brown. Were. He said dark. Dark, dark people. Because they were out in the sun all day. Yeah, tan. Man, yeah, the locals. I don't know. We went to St. Thomas. What's a St. Thomas local? It's an it's an American island. Yeah, it's like a white dude, I guess. It wasn't St. Thomas. It wasn't, dude. Have Is you like ever Hulk been Hogan? Hogan? I've like been to St. Thomas. Man? I was telling you to go to Megan's Bay, bro. That's the place to go. Oh, that's right. You did tell me. We went uh, to another beach. Mm-hmm. I can go on a ship forever, right? And I can deal with the. We were the last day at sea. There was gale force winds. There was a warning. I can deal with that. Driving through them fucking mountains with the, with uh, fucking call me now. Driving the truck, horrifying, <laughs> fucking horrifying. Is it horrifying because you are on the left side of the road? Horrifying because you're on the left side of the road, and the road is just big enough for two buses to fit on it. <laughs> yep. And the and your vehicle doesn't have any doors or windows. <laughs> the fucking trolley, whatever you're in, it's horrifying. Yeah, you're Bro, fucking. We stuck. went to Tortola, and we went in and took a picture. Right, and it's like a picture like this, bro. We're like this. Oh going yeah, down the hill. The horizon is like this, dude. It was horrifying, and the bus is old. And you're like, we're, if I if if the brakes go, I'm we're dead. We're so dead. <laughs> it was good. It was a great time. I didn't do shit. I read three wrestling books. Oh, yeah. that's what vacations are all about. We baby. had a balcony. So if the fucking pool deck was too crazy, like, you know, people getting fucking hammered up there, the fucking, it was like everybody, it was like, let's see how many people can fit in this hot tub. And I was like, what are you people doing? Were there any water slides? There was a water slide and we were going to go on it on Thursday, but the line was just too long. Just Thursday. You're like, you know what? You know what, what do you want to do today, girl? Wife of mine. Sweet. <laughs> sweet <laughs> yeah, that was I, so I was smooth, like, too. I was like... <laughs> Came out of the shower, had a fucking Kangol hat on. I'm like, what do you want to do today, girl? Yeah. You're like Kevin James from the King of Queens. Like, like, yo, Leo Remedy, what do you want to do today? I say at 3 o'clock, we go down this water slide. <laughs> That's how it is. You playing your whole day around the water slide, but there are too many people there. Freestyle. You gotta, the beauty of the Norwegian line is it's freestyle. There's no, like, you could do nothing or you could do everything. Ooh! How was your room? What was the room? Did it have one of those little portholes in it? No, we had a balcony. You had a balcony. Yeah, so we were balcony. So you slept on the balcony? No. So you had a room at the balcony. The room had a balcony with a sliding glass door, and you slid the door open. There were a couple chairs out there. Mm. Good life. 
So no porthole. No, no <laughs> porthole. No, because I had a balcony, Kevin. Well, I mean, you could maybe it was underneath. No, no, I was on the eleventh floor. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So no put no porthole. All right. We no got, porthole. Glad, glad we got that squared away. Um, it was nice. It was a very uneventful, just the way I like it. Went to the casino. We uh, caught a couple shows. We saw a couple bands. Saw a comedy show. Oh, it's good. Who's on that? Any comics? Uh, wh- yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> His name was Warren B. Uh, Did he regulate? He didn't regulate, but he was pretty funny. Baked. Okay then. It was nice. It was. I don't. There's. It was a very. There's no fun Matt stories. I didn't get in any trouble. We didn't miss our boat. I didn't try and fight anybody. You didn't pull any fire alarms? No. Very. Didn't I got a bunch of. I managed to get a bunch of free drinks. Could you, could you take your shirt off? No. We were just like. There was one day we went to lunch and they were like, we don't have any tables for two. Would you mind if we sat you with other people? And I was like, no, oh, shit. Oh, I don't no. care. Oh, no. So they sat us with two other couples. And me and Ree ordered drinks. And then the second set of couples didn't get drinks. And then the third set came and they ordered two margaritas as well. Oh, nice. And then the guy, and so the, the, the waitress was like, would you like another round? And I was like, no, I'm good. And then the other guy was like, another round. And then she brought me another drink. And I was like, I didn't ask for this. That has swingers. Like, I looked at Ray. She was like, whatever. Maybe she thought you did. And then he did it again. He was like, another round. And then I got another margarita. And then he was like, another round? And then me and Ray each got another drink. Let me ask you this. Did he have an upside-down tattoo of a pineapple anywhere? He didn't. But when, okay. uh, but he, I guess he had the, the, the drink package because when we got back to the room, we checked the account, and we were not charged for a single drink. So Beautiful. Did he have any rattan wicker furniture on his balcony? I don't know. We weren't in his balcony. We were in a restaurant. That's right. Good call. Let's see. What else? I'd love to have like these crazy stories for you guys, but it was. Fuck. Did you have to put your keys in a bowl when before you sat down? Ooh, any upside down no. pineapples anywhere I on the show? I just said that, Tony. I'm sorry, I was I was <laughs> occupied. Everybody who's watching at home could have saw that I was had my phone in my ear. I had no idea what you were doing. No upside down. Didn't go in anybody else's room. <laughs> oh no, it was all in your room because you had the balcony. <laughs> and the portal. I'll be coming. I'll be coming. Everyone on. My floor and the floor below me and above me, every room had a balcony. Below me? <laughs> below, me. <laughs> below me down. I, got I was on the 11th floor. There was 18 floors. It's a big boat. Yeah, it was a mm. fucking giant boat. There was like 5,000 people on the thing. See, he had to behave because otherwise Rihanna would have tossed them 18 balconies down <laughs> to right. the fucking sea. I just, like no, I just wanted to life. relax and have a nice vacation. <laughs> and I did. It was whole. great. No, this is good, man. This is good. good I'm happy for you. I'm glad to see you had a good time. It was great. We'd wake up early. We'd go get breakfast. We'd go to the beach. We'd get off the boat if the beach, uh, the boat docked. Did Uh, you dock on the ship? (laughs) We go to the sun deck. Then we come back. We take a nap. Nap? Yeah, you take a nap. Yeah, you, when you're on a cruise, you get a, you get tired easily. I wind up taking a lot of naps when I'm on. A cruise. Like a lot of the ports we went to, we were only there for. St. Thomas was the longest we were on shore. The first day we went to Nassau, and we were on land for like four hours. Coliseum. 
No, Nassau, Bahamas. Ooh. St. Thomas was six hours. Tortola, we docked at eight, and we had to leave at noon. So it was like, it was real fucking weird. And the last day, we were supposed to go to the Great Great K Stir. The Great Oak. Oh, Stir K, yeah. Yeah. But it's uh, a tender deal. Yeah. yeah. Tender yeah. deal. The we- the weather was bad, so they couldn't take the boat. They could- They weren't running the tender, so we just kept on going. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we were supposed to do... Uh, we were supposed to do that all for like all day Friday. And then well, yeah, because the private island is like, that's like the big stop. You know, you yeah. go there, you can get a cabana, hang out on the beach. They make barbecue, all that good shit. Boom, yeah, boom. But they couldn't do it because of the weather. So uh, the hundred, uh, the 200 mile journey that would have take like 12 hours. They slowed the boat down to like 10 knots and it took us 18 hours. <laughs> Wow. Terrible. Who's at the controls? Uh, I don't know. Captain Jack was my cruise director, Joe. Captain Mike no. Rotunda? Arr. No, he was like a, a British feller. Did you cruise have any director Jack here? Did you have any any washy washy people where they spray your hands wherever you go? Or is oh that yeah, not yeah, yeah. Anymore? Okay. Now you go up when you go. <laughs> the first day we went up to the buffet, and the lady sprayed my hands, and I thought it was sanitizer, and she was like a soap, a soap, a soap, and I'm like what? And Ree's like, it's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'll wash so, wait, what, so what's the difference then? If they're still spraying your hand, wouldn't you still washy, washy, washy with it? Well, yeah, but if they, they sprayed it, he didn't know it was soap. I didn't but know he, it was soap. But it, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of what he would do with his hands after he got sprayed with it. Well, then I would just would have had soap on my fucking hands. Yeah, he would have been stuck with the soap on his hands. <laughs> soapy fucking food. <laughs> Wait, now you oh, see that oh, would have been a story oh, if Matt oh. would have kept the soap on his hands, he would have had the shit stand. So night. you thought it was hand sanitizer, so you went and and rubbed yes. your hands. So why wouldn't you do that if it was soap? No, no, it's not. That wasn't the point, though. The point was he had to wash it off. Like he was just going to continue walking, thinking it was sanitizer. Right. I thought it was hand soap. sanitizer, but it was they were spraying it so that you could wash your hands. Right at the right when you walk in. Oh is yeah, they had fucking. Is there a sink next to this? Yeah, they they got him now. Oh, there was yeah. like a dozen sinks. Oh, put... no, never mind. Okay. Right. I was with you on that, Kevin. I was yeah, right with you. I was like, yeah, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, How do you wash your hands? Soap and. Would you still <laughs> just do that if someone's spraying... yeah. if someone's spraying something on my hands? I'm just I'm man- maneuvering them all Regardless around. Regardless of what it is, yeah, yeah. 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 Poopy. Speak to people are like concerned because I'm not like throwing a fucking fit right now. Eric Freeze, this is the most mellow I've ever seen, Matt. I'm concerned. Vacation, Matt. So vacation. Yeah, it was nice. I didn't have to go to work. I didn't have to deal with the cats. I didn't have to deal with anything. Who had to deal with the cats? That's a great question. Mommy and Rhiannon's friend uh, took care of the cats. All right. Nice. There you go. All right. Cats are good. Everyone's good. I'm back. This was a very long intro. That's right. We got all a shitload of wrestling to talk about. We got Clark Connors tonight. We got a can you beat that? We got is the WWE for sale? Are the Saudis going to take it? Does Stephanie and Triple H hate Vince McMahon? What's Nick Khan doing? What's Tony doing? Brendan Haney, like, would you pay him fucking $5 to make these notes, Tony? Yes. Yeah, all the Tony won picks again this week. Tony, three-time champion, <laughs> sprinkled throughout the notes. We're going to have a long talk, Mr. Haney, you fucking tit. Sucking up to Tony. Tit. <laughs> Jesus. Tit. Wait, he's sucking up. He's, he's not the, the tit. tit. Suck. Yeah, he's no. the sucker. He's the oh, whatever, you fucking literal <laughs> dipshits. There's the mat we missed. Let's start. <laughs> oh, shit. To... Fuck. Filibuster for a second. I forgot oh, to load shit. the software. Fuck. 
Do you want do you, you want me to do the intro if you need to make a phone call? No, I could do the intro. It's fine. And I'll then you're going to make a phone call. Yeah. Who you have to call? Ghostbusters? Yes, of course. There's something strange in the neighborhood. They need me. I think he's booking a cruise, Matt. Yes. Well, now that I heard this fucking awesome story about boredom and fucking sitting on the balcony, <laughs> yeah, there was no reading wrestling books. There was no boredom. It was relaxing. I went. I fucking laid in the ocean. I floated like in a big ocean <laughs> whale. <laughs> fucking line for the water slide was too fucking long. Fucking doing Raven impressions with his back in the sea. <laughs> it's not like I didn't get off the boat. I went to every island we stopped at. God, what kind of boat doesn't have a porthole? What the fuck? There were portholes on the boat. Poor no. people stay. No. <laughs> Fuck up, man. I think I want to fucking hang out with the crew and the people that fucking clean my room? <laughs> yes, out of here. Look at your people. shitty porthole. I'm going to hang out on my balcony. <laughs> it's, a circle, it's a circle window. They, they're awesome. They're awesome. That's right. What do you fucking eat? A circle window? <laughs> circle window. It's a balcony. I stand outside. I get the nice breeze. Looking off into nothing. Thinking of what would happen if you fucking fell into the ocean at this exact point in the middle of nowhere. How horrifying that would be. No. No chance. Dead. Unless he was doing his floating raven impression. So dead. There's only so long you can float before a shark eats you. Yeah. There's monsters in the ocean. Yeah. Oh my god. 100%. Sharks All right, let's start there. this show, bro. Yeah, what the fuck are we doing, Matt? Come I'm on. fired up. Episode 620. Nah, booyaka, booyaka, but 620. <laughs> Abu. Yaka. Who you? You fucking hump. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> the following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network. Broadcasting live in high-definition video. Available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. What's up, fuckers? From the motherfucking Shining Wizards. Grab his dick and twist it! Dummy. Yeah. No! You are tuned in live to episode 620 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Live on social media, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Twitches, and the YouTubes. Go with you wherever you go because we are available on each and every podcast and streaming platform. Matt's back. Kevin's back. Handsome Kevin is here with me once again. It's time for some wrestling talk. And talk about the wrestling. Tony. Matt. K. J. G. And of course, making sure we sound great, look great, and come at you live and in a living color. The one and only man below me. Yeah, below you is right. Below Handsome you. Kevin. 
Fellas, fellas, fellas. Wow, right. we did 20 minutes of show already, and we just got to the intro. That's crazy talk. Oh, well, you got the boring shit out of the way. Yeah, you know what? I'm a little disappointed. I think Kevin well, and I, a handsome Kevin and I, built it up so much that, you know, the actual story itself was a bit of a letdown. I'm going to be honest with you. It's hey, all great that I... you had a great time. Don't get me wrong. Just wasn't the great time that we were imagining you were having. No, not great radio. Yeah, no, Matt, you, you had, had you had Matt had such a such a better time in our heads than he had in real life. Yeah, Agent Joe said, "I hope Kevin's house is full of portholes instead of large windows." You know what? It might just be Agent Joe. Well, you know, I'm sorry I didn't go, take my just... shirt off and smear fucking vanilla ice cream all over my <laughs> sunburned chest and then sing fucking "Don't Stop Believing" or whatever. <laughs> You should oh, be sorry. It was Judas. It was you're the one that I want. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to an 80s dance party. Oh, oh fuck hey. yeah. Oh, right out. So Matt was drinking in the background going, just a small town girl. Tony, it was Matt. Matt was going. That was Matt at the 80s dance party. I was uh, I was up front by the big screen, uh, having a good time. Look, I just went to an '80s dance party. I saw a band. They did Fleetwood Mac's uh, "Rumors" from front to back. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Oh my god! I can't stop laughing. It was fun. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm not the, the animal that uh, I should have been. Yeah, you should have been an animal. I'm kind of sorry about it myself. Yeah, you know what? I had a fucking great time. Kind of so. let a, you're kind of letting a lot of people down, Matt. I think. Well, it's been it's the first vacation in three years. I just wanted to fucking do nothing. You could you could stay home and and do nothing if you on a boat. Look, it was you gotta, great. Like, you gotta wear like chains and and the hats and sunglasses and smear vanilla ice cream on your face. I wore my sunglasses. Oh, good, nice. Took my shirt off. Had my bathing suit on. Had my flip flops. Flippy floppies. Walk the beach, had some margaritas. Are you a board short guy? Uh, no, I don't. I'm shorts. They're fucking in your bathing suit. Got <laughs> a netting in there. Kept my balls away from my legs. It was oh, nice. Netting is clutch. You gotta have the netting. Any sand in there? No. No? Good for you. That's not, I'm not a child anymore. I don't lay down like and let the waves push me up the fucking shore. You should. It's exuberant. <laughs> There's no way sand didn't hit you. There's no way. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying I didn't have sand in my ass crack or my balls. Well, he didn't specify ass crack balls. It was all over my feet. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Do you have to wash it off? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do they have have one of those little showers before you get back on the boat? They have one of those little showers before you get in the death trolley. Death trolley? Death trolley. Those things were horrifying, dude. Death trolley. That's like an underrated wrestling tag team name. The Death, Death Trolley. I think that it has to be it has to be a stable. A stable, yeah. Death yeah. Trolley. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. It's got to be at least three people, or or four, one for every wheel. Ah, there you go. There you go. The wheels Death of the Death Trolley go round and round. <laughs> nope. Sorry to disappoint. I enjoyed myself. I'm glad. Fucking old. I don't know what you guys want from me. What did you? I no one. Fucking, you didn't burn down all of Mexico. You came back with fucking AIDS, handsome Kevin. Yeah. Whoa, 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 hey, that's whoa. Pretty more, that's more exciting than, than... 
I would never burn down all of Mexico. I love Mexico. Now, the resort that we were at, I did not care. We tried a different resort when we went this past time. Didn't care for the, the resort, but I would never burn down all of Mexico. Okay, so you, you didn't fucking rub vanilla ice cream all over yourself unless you're holding out on us. The fuck? So, who says I didn't? Who says you did? You didn't tell us? You came back and you're like, no, you're sound like nobody fucking asked. No, because you couldn't talk. You look like a fucking zombie from The Walking Dead. Maybe I took a ride on the death trolley. You did. I don't even know why you showed up that week. You're like. So, Matt, I'm going to Florida this week. What should I do? What should I do to to make you guys not feel bad about me being away for a week? What should I Wait, do? you're going to Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. Orlando. Nice. Annual Orlando trip. Yeah. All right. All right. Nork is a shithole, but the Orlando airport's beautiful. Oh, I love it down there. Sometimes I just wish I could stay there. Uh, do whatever, man. You know, you have no, there's no, Kevin, don't put any expectations on yourself. You don't have to fucking appease us idiots. That's true. That's true. Do you. Maybe Enjoy I'll yourself. Stay, I'll stay in the airport the entire time, maybe. I mean, that's what I did Sunday. The fucking boat came back earlier than it was scheduled to. And it took forever to get off the boat. And then we went to Rock and Brews for lunch. I crushed two giant margaritas. Nice. How would you say it? So I looked I looked up Rock and Brews, and that's not really necessarily close to where I will be. I mean, it's right outside the airport. You can stop. Oh, that's a good call. Maybe I will. When you say earlier, how much how much earlier? We were supposed to the boat was supposed to come back to Port Canaveral ten AM and it ended up seven AM. Oh, did you feel gypped? No. Did you want some money back? You want to prorate some money? Oh, they gave us back? money back. They gave us oh, money back. Really? Okay. They gave us money back because we couldn't get off the ship was uh, American on Friday, and then they gave us each fifty extra dollars back. Hmm. Nice. Are they so like ship up... ship dollars, like Dave Dave and yeah. Buster's bucks? They were. You could use them, but we were. You know, we weren't. We're not like huge like. Pound. We, I wasn't going to, on the boat to get fucking hammered. I was going to have a good time. I don't see the difference. So, <laughs> so because, because, <laughs> have you ever been on a cruise? I have not. Uh, except one of those ones that you go like around like Baltimore. Your wedding was the last cruise okay, I was on. Yeah. So this is a lot different. <laughs> okay. So the boat's definitely like cruising, and uh, the, the sometimes you know the floor is a little wobbly. Right. But uh yeah. I Any trouble sleeping? No, I slept like a fucking baby. Nice. Now on our honeymoon we were down and we had a porthole, Kevin. Yeah <laughs> And that was awful because we were like down at the bottom of the ship and you just felt when the waves were hitting the ship. So I took a lot of Benadryl on our honeymoon so I could sleep. We got a porthole. It was very uneventful. You can't you can barely stick your head in a porthole. You can't see shit outside. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. <laughs> He's never been on a cruise, and all of a sudden, he's a fucking porthole expert. Oh, big, cruise, big porthole guy. Fucking cruise director Kevin over here. That's right. <laughs> Join me, won't you? Come look at another porthole. <laughs> yes, it is a boat filled with only circular windows. Those people live on those fucking ships for like nine months. The people that work there. Dude, those comedians stay on there for a while, too, by the way. It's like a so, fucking well-oiled machine, unlike the fucking WWE. Uh-oh, look at that transition. Kev, what a fiasco. There. What is you going what on? There, Kev? What's that? Oh, God. He made a nice transition. Like, a well-oiled machine was the boat, unlike the WWE. Yeah, no, I know. What a fiasco. What's going yeah. on was the transition that he just did there. Yeah, I know that. Okay, just want to make sure you're paying attention. Of course. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what's going on? 
<laughs> hey, you said my name. I didn't catch what you said before my name. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was, I was, I was complimenting Matt's transition, and I wanted uh -huh. your, and I wanted your approval. Gotcha. You know, if I can just take a moment while we're throwing out compliments. I must say, okay, handsome Kevin and Tony did an excellent job last week, especially in their conversation about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I thought you guys did a great job. I know you guys aren't avid watchers, but I think you covered the event very well. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. You're very welcome. Now, I'm only an hour and like a half into the episode. Did you explain the clip that you played at the beginning of the episode or the Kevin Kelly giving us a shout out? I That part I can't remember, to be honest with you. This guy. Yes, wife? Uh-oh. Rhiannon, oh. how dare you take him on a trip with no portholes? There was portholes. He just didn't have one. Kevin's very upset that our our room did not have a porthole. That's right. My wife and I know would never settle. My wife says you have a porthole. I do have a porthole. He does many. Said. That's right. Multiple multiple portholes. Well. No, I don't gotta get this. What are we What are we whispering about? She's not. She lost her voice somehow. She may have. I don't know. Gotcha. She leave it in St. She feels fine. She's just in a very whispery mood. Gotcha. Copy that. Awesome. So yeah, Matt, WWE, what the fuck? Oh my god, what so do, I I leave for vacation, Vince McMahon's coming back. Then they're going to sell the company to the Saudis. Then the cons are going to buy it. Then Stephanie McMahon resigns. Then he's back and he wants to he wants to be a part. I love Brendan Haney. Love him. Love the notes. Big big notes oh, guy. All the legal shit you you might as well send it in fucking Japanese, bro. I don't know what any <laughs> of this shit means. And our fucking lawyer guy, he he's gone. He gone. He gone. His fucking mother came to his house looking for handsome Kevin, so. Oh, she knows where I live. She ain't coming to Minnesota. She, she's not? Well, not without a weather update, she's not. Well, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's the weather? Hi, Nelly. I don't know. You haven't texted me in like a week. I don't. I was on a boat. I had no service. I didn't get a. So I'm up here fucking blind shooting what I should wear every day because of the weather because you don't update me. What's what do you have? A house full of no portholes, no windows? You can't yeah. look outside? Kevin, what do you expect for a guy who had no portholes? That's a good point. That's a good point. He's sheltered. Very sheltered. Yeah. Well, at least I know what to get you for your birthday. A porthole. I want a porthole. And you know what else I want? I want one of those wheels with the the, the captain wheels. I want one of those. A deals. wheel? Wheel. <laughs> we can probably get you a wheel and a window, buddy. I want a wheel and a window. Yeah, happy That's birthday. There you go. June 12th. What do you uh? So, what do you guys take of all this? I know Kevin, handsome Kevin, and Tony talked a little bit about it next week, but like, in the future, is this last week? Uh, <laughs> is this uh? This is some crazy shit, huh? It's wild, and Matt, like, this is like one of those stories where like you always want to have an opinion, like good, bad, or indifferent on something, but I just have no fucking clue what's going on. Like, legit, it seems like it changes every fucking day. Like every single day, something else happens. Like, oh, J.P. Morgan Chase is now involved. They hired new advisors to help facilitate the sale. Like, is he just coming back to push for new TV deals so then they can sell? Is it like Stephanie McMahon's gone because now Vince McMahon is threatening her position? Is uh, Triple H is telling the talent and talent meetings that nothing is going to change the day-to-day -day operations? There's so many different angles to this story. I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to end, and it's impossible to have an opinion that's solidified when everything is so batshit crazy. It's not so magutso, as I like to say. So I, I, I listened to a little bit of Eric Bischoff's Strictly Business podcast. 
regarding it, and he has some very intriguing takes uh, about Stephanie herself because of what she does for the company, not only in her you know her day to day role, but the team that she leads and 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 all of what all of what she does essentially. Right. Uh, and she, he came out and said for her to step in when he left uh, was in his in his thought was to protect right protect the family, even though they actually don't really see eye to eye on a lot, I guess, and aren't really, you know, they're not chums, right? They're, they're family, they're coworkers or we're coworkers, but they're not chums. He said that the most telling thing was for her to, they made a statement to everybody. It's going to be business as usual. Everything's going to be fine. And then think he said three days later, she left. So obviously in those three days, something clearly happened that nobody was, nobody was for. And the other thing was that for him to come back, they had that, uh, vote and nobody voted for him to come back. Everybody voted. No, you don't come back. That's where he pulled. That's where he pulled the strings to kind of point himself back. Uh, Barrios and, uh, and the other woman. All all he needed was three, including like his vote or something. It was unanimously. No, which means everybody, including Stephanie and triple H said, we don't want you here. Right. I mean, God, I mean, how, how would you want him back? And here's like, and I feel like because like Stephanie McMahon, I, if I, I correct me if I'm wrong here, I believe that she initially stepped away a while ago, but then mm-hmm. once all the Vince McMahon stuff happened, she came back. I believe so, it was three weeks. So I think maybe, it was three weeks. Yeah. So like maybe like this was just like all right, I don't need this. If he's back, I'm just gonna do what I planned on doing in the first place and get the hell out of here. And uh, and she apparently she will be completely and tremendously missed by everyone in that in that company because the tweets that I saw about her leaving and everyone's going to say how much they miss her and how good of a, a boss that she was is something that is kind of like, you can't really replace that. Right. The morale from a morale factor. I don't know. Fuck all about the sale and what it means for the future, but what, I mean, Tony's not here, so maybe you guys can chime in. I mean, I can't hear my mouth. Sorry. Come on, Nick. Get that cat's porthole out of here. <laughs> but uh, she's here to show off the porthole. Um, like, what what do you guys think? If a sale happens, how would it impact the product? I don't know, man. That's like, I mean, Kevin, you might know more than me, but that's like a that's like a question that's like way above like my opinion <laughs> intelligence. Like, I, Triple H insists that like nothing will change in the day to day. So like in that aspect of it, he's still going to be in charge of what we see on TV. And that has been pretty decent as of late. So I, I don't think it'll affect like us, the viewer as much, unless they just, unless whoever buys it, just like Ted Turner's it and says, now you're then the TV deals don't come through. And, and then just like, yeah, now you just have this product with no outlet, which I don't think will happen because there's too much money to, to be to be made with WWE. Mm-hmm. So I, Matt, I don't know. I get strictly – it's strictly based on who buys it if it sells. Strictly yeah. based on that because obviously if – you know, some of the some of the things we talked about was, you know, Amazon uh, trying to grab it. We talked about uh, uh, Peacock trying to grab it. Like there's, there's a ton of different companies that are – it's possible. Uh, Disney, obviously. So no matter like if it does sell, it, it, it will look different depending on who it sells to. 
that's that's the whole setup behind it where if it's you know obviously if it's disney they already have a giant platform but what's it going to look like post then where's it going to air right all those type of things the company that owns uh ufc i forget the name off the top of my head they're uh, another one that's, yeah. that's that's looking at and which i think is, is a horrible idea uh the the whole saudi thing is that's what's causing a lot of stir with the, the shareholders because that's yeah that's essentially that's really like, quickly People, people are pissed about that potential sale, and I don't think that I don't think that it really can happen. That's why, like J.P. Morgan's in place, because that's they're going to say, you know what, you're tanking your company by doing this. That's what's happening. So it's 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 wild. Uh, it's it's crazy from the like from the shareholders aspect, from the business end aspect, all those type of things. But it really it strictly depends on who buys it, what what's going to look like, and I worry because of. WCW and the AOL Time, Mer Time Warner merger. Yeah, that's what I worry. That's the last big like happening companies, big business into wrestling, and we saw how that turned out. Well, if you remember when before WCW was going to go out of business, Eric Bischoff put together a bunch of investors mm -hmm. to buy it, yeah. but then Turner was like, "We're not giving you TV." Yep. Like you can so basically what they own is just the turnbuckles, the videos, and the ropes. And so Bischoff was like, this is not worth a fucking penny to piss on. Yeah. So like, that's when, that's why Vince McMahon came in. And I don't know if you remember like Chris Jericho was like, I wish I had known what WCW sold for because I could have bought it. Yep. Like I could afford WCW. Yeah. So I don't think we're at that dire level yet. Now here's the question that I have though. Would, would the TV deals have to be secured before the sale or does the sale happen then the TV deals? No, no. I think that you can you can sell with the, the contracts existing. Okay. And then it would be it would be up to the new buyer to negotiate new contracts with whoever they want to go with. And I mean, realistically, look at the way people consume TV now. It doesn't have to be on a network. I feel like right? it does though. I feel like wrestling is weird. Same thing with like sports. I would love it. I would love it to stay on a network, but it doesn't have to be. No, no I mean, of course, nothing has to be, but like. Right. I feel like there's certain things that you still need network television or cable television to consume and to, to prove like your like solidify your reputation in the world. So like like you see all these commercials for like online streaming shows that are oh this the show looks great. Apple Plus. Like I kind of look at it immediately. I kind of look I'm like, oh, this is on Apple Plus. It's like it's, it's a streaming show that means nothing to me. Whereas right. I can just put on like channel four and watch SVU all freaking day. But isn't that isn't that isn't that an age thing though? Like younger kids don't give a flying fuck Maybe. if it's if it's on on you know what I mean your local ABC or if it's on Apple Plus or Amazon or Disney they don't give a fuck. To us, TV meant more. Yeah. To the younger generations, they don't give a flying fuck. It, it's so simple just to push a button on my TV as opposed to like going to my computer and like clicking or going to the menu on your TV yeah. and doing. All, I, I just channel twenty uh, forty eight boom HD. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I think I'll watch this in HD. Boom. Yeah. HD. Yeah. And that's it. Then I'm watching Raw. Mm -hmm. So uh, Eric Fleischer chimes in from the FAA. Uh, Endeavor is yes. a UFC company. Right. Uh, and then he says sale price increases if the TV rights increase. Um, Matthew and he knows what he's in. talking about, by the way. He knows what he's talking about. So shout out to Eric. I believe the first time Stephanie stepped away, we, she was kind of forced out in conjunction with MLW suing WWE over the issue that MLW had their vice deal falling apart because of Stephanie. Um that is still an ongoing issue, I believe. The uh, yeah. they request the WWE requested protective order in the MLW lawsuit due to sensitive competitive information requests. So Stephanie um, McMahon is was is a big target in that MLW lawsuit. 
I guess so. Um, Now, uh, Tony, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Um, Everything okay? Yeah, we're good. Cool as a cucumber. Yeah, we're good. Now, the long shot that showed up in this was the cons. It is a very long shot. Con! The the problem with the cons is they need outside investors. Yes. They just don't have that kind of money, so they'd have to pull together some resources to try to figure out a purchase. Right, and that sounds silly, but we're talking about multiple billions of dollars here that would, would, would probably cost to buy WWE. Right. Well, here's the other thing too. Like, I'm not sure if you touched on it, but there were reports that uh, the Fox the deal they did they did a little bit of um, number crunching, and they said I think it was 2020 and 2021. Like Fox lost a shit ton of money by having WWE on their network. What? So really? it makes you wonder trying to go into a sale in 2023, the media rights are going to be the big thing. Maybe Fox isn't going to renew once their deals up with them. Now nah, they'll renew. I don't know that from what I heard, they were losing millions of dollars a year, like hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I, I don't understand how that's possible because WWE the, the deal was done. They, they just, they bought it. That's the, that's the investment. That's it. Yeah, but they, I mean, there's no return on investment, you know, Adverti- like, you tell me the advertisers weren't fucking, well, I mean, you set the advertiser rates based on how many people you have watching the show. If nobody's watching the show, the advertisers aren't going to pay. You know what I'm we're saying? Getting two, we're getting two million people to watch your show. I understand, but two million people this day and age—that's kind of like nothing. I mean, and you're talking about network television here. You know, this isn't this isn't like you know TNT or TBS or you know like a like a cable channel. This is national television. This is broadcast TV. Yeah, but like. I don't know. I mean, I'll take your word for it. If that's what if that's what you heard, then for sure I'll, I'm not going to argue with it. But I just feel like it's freaking. It's Fox. It's fr- Friday night's the worst night for TV, right? So like, you get 2.5 million people watching your show every week. Like, I don't understand how they wouldn't want to like throw the the bank at WWE. Because what are you going to put on freaking a freaking Jamie Kennedy show or some shit like that? Like, what you, what is Fox going to freaking air on Friday nights? Because they get their nut from like Sunday football, right? And it's Thursday, Thursday to to Sunday is like their sports weekend type gimmick, and they include WWE in that. At least that was the initial pitch for the uh, for to try to convince people to come to them. Like maybe they'll have like college basketball. I don't, I don't think Fox does college basketball, do they? They do on the weekends, but not on far, not on the, the night. They'll do like a Sunday or a Saturday game, I think. Yeah, probably on like Fox Sports Net or something. Yeah, yeah. Seems Hall's always on FS1. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, so I guess we just keep tabs on it. Triple H held a meeting Friday night with the SmackDown people. Apparently, he held a, a meeting tonight with the Raw people, telling him that nothing is going to change. Vince is just there to try and broker a deal to sell the company. Here's here's an interesting question. All right. So Stephanie's gone. Vince brought back his people. A few other people quit the board. Nick Khan is still there. Triple H is still there. Can this entire bubble be the beginning of the end of professional wrestling as we know it? Let's be honest. You sell this. You sell this corporation to somebody. They don't know fuck all what they're doing with it. You could potentially see WWE disappear after what 60, 70 years in existence. And if this goes. Does AEW have enough at this point to step in and fill those shoes? Those are pretty big fucking shoes to fill. All right, so I'm gonna. First of all, it's impossible to say like nothing is impossible. Like it's, I'm. I think the the chances are very, very low to almost nil 
but I'm not going to rule it out. It just depends on who buys it. Like if the Saudis, like that rumor went, that was a wild 12 hours that when, when that, when that shit hit the Twitter machine. So like if, if they were the buyers, right. And they, then maybe I'd be more inclined to maybe say, you know what, no one's going to watch this shit anymore. Like maybe that would be it. But I feel like whoever buys this is going to keep the right people in place to solidify it as a brand. Cause there's too much money. Like I said earlier, there's too much money to be lost and not keeping it alive. So, I mean, you would hope, but then again, I mean, look at WCW when they were purchased from Crockett, you know, there were a few years there where shit didn't look too good and it was only getting worse. You know, it took Eric Bischoff bringing Hulk Hogan in to keep it alive for a little while. And then they got, you know, they, they stepped in shit and the NWO caught like wildfire. And while you were away, I was, I mentioned how, like when WCW in 2001 was going away and Eric Bischoff put together a team of investors to buy it. And then Turner just wouldn't give him TV. And then that's the only reason why WCW doesn't exist today. Yeah. Which is my concern with this whole Fox thing. If Fox disappears, you know, that could be a big fucking matzo ball between the company being worth, say, a billion and six billion. Like you could they, put, they were allegedly you, looking for. They might lose money. They're not going to get the same deal that they got from Fox and NBC prior, I don't think, at all. But if they say NBC wants, you, you could put SmackDown on USA too. Like if, if Fox doesn't want anything to do with oh, it. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, this is the first I'm hearing about that Fox thing. I didn't know about Fox losing all that money. Yeah, I forget who it was. If it was Morgan Stanley that, that conducted the reports, but they did reports for 2020 and 2021. And it was like, then again, you're, you're also looking at it. Well, yeah. then again, it's in the middle of COVID. Where the fuck were people going? You would figure you'd have more people watching during that time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, even, it even cuts more against them. This is such like a weird, like, this is such, such like a conversation for like, that's way above my like intelligence level. You could say smart. This is a conversation for smart people. Yes, this is a conversation for smart people. <laughs> All we're doing is literally just like saying what little we know based on what we read on, you know, WrestleZone or PW Insider or anything like that. So like, I don't. It's just a very awkward conversation to have because I don't want to sound smart when I'm really freaking not. Well, let me let me. I, think, oh. I was gonna say I think Eric makes a great point here. No matter who buys it. You don't spend five million or five billion to bury it. Yeah. It's, no, a, you, it's a it's a giant investment for for whoever does come in, if anybody does. Yeah, you don't. But it's also it's also like, you know, you can put anybody and their grandmother on a board of directors. That doesn't mean they know fuck all about whatever business they're on the board for, let alone professional wrestling. You know, it's a little bit of a different beast. It's kind of hard to you know analogize professional wrestling to some some other sort of business. Yeah, you, you know have to I mean? have. We, you saw it with W. I think WCW is the perfect example because you saw it with them, right? They, they, they. Turner buys them, and then Kip Fry, who was the like CEO of Pizza Hut, is now running. No, the- that was Jim Hurd, wasn't it? Yeah, Jim Hurd. It was Jim, uh, Jim Hurd. He was the CEO of Pizza Hut. Like he knows nothing about professional wrestling. And granted, it's a business at the end of the day, but you need to be able to put somebody in that position that knows the product. He wanted, yeah. he wanted Ric Flair to cut his hair and call him like the Spartacus. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so like if, 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 and when this happens, I would hope that whatever firm or company or whomever invests, they, they decide to maybe keep like triple H or Nick Khan or bring in somebody who knows how to run a wrestling business. Yeah. It's tough. It's a, there's a lot, like a lot of moving wheels that we probably don't even know about. Well, the wheels keep moving here. 
because we're on the road to the Royal Rumble, right? Let me very interesting thing. I was watching Sunday Night Football last night, and they had a plug for Peacock and the Royal Rumble. A lot of great games this weekend, too. By the way, Matt, go ahead. I'm sorry. Cody Rhodes is in the promotional photo for the Royal Rumble. They, right. they didn't announce him yet, did they? Not no. yet. That's a fucking bummer, man. That's kind of like you're you're ruining the surprise. We all know it. It's like Sasha Banks showing up in New Japan, the worst kept secret in professional wrestling. You knew it was going to happen, but still. Money. But here, here, here's why I say it's not that bad. I'm sorry, Kevin. It's just because they they've starting to run these promos about his recovery and his return. So it's like we're expecting him back at some point, and you have to be like a complete dolt to think that it's not going to be at the Rumble. Money. So like they've been hyping his his recovery process, much like the Triple H videos back when he tore his quad. Tony, you're right over there. Hey, Tony, yeah, I, I got the- fucking I got Mercedes Monet in my head now. I'm thinking of, I'm listening to fucking Jump. Bump, bump, bump. Money. Money. Uh, <laughs> she has <laughs> trademark for the CEO. And she cut a shitty promo in New Japan, too, by the way. She had a fucking shitty she attack did. on Kyrie, too. Yeah. She but was shit. I'll give her credit. Whatever that shit is that they're doing in San Jose or wherever it is in California, shit sold out like that. And yep. her match was Kyrie was the only one announced. No, they've announced more. Yeah. No, the since then. Match. But when the tickets went on sale, it was literally just the women's title match. Correct. Yeah, so maybe sucked. she is money. <laughs> So we got the Royal Rumble going, Royal Rumble season. We got uh, tons of people who are uh, free agents. Oh, yeah. Uh, Maybe not necessarily now, but, you know, FTR, Dax said on his his podcast, they are off TV now. Mm -hmm. And their contract expires in April. Sting will be a free agent. Sting. Uh, Tony's favorite, uh, Jay White. Fuck Jay White. You know what? (laughs) Come on over, Jay White. Come on over. Come on I'll tell over, you, brother. I did the bread club today with Kieran. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, if he goes to WWE, I have zero interest in him. Oh, fuck off, dude. I'll be all in with fucking doing Jay White. And- I just don't know, man. It's just, it's something about these guys when they go from like New Japan to WWE or Impact or AEW. Uh, it just doesn't, It there's not one guy that it translates well for. All right, let me ask you this. AJ Styles. He is, might be the, he's the outlier. Okay. And now right? I'll tell you this though, because now that he's hurt, I fear for Gallows and Anderson. Like they're gonna be buried. Like they're they're just gonna be around. They're not gonna do anything. AJ Styles is their meal ticket for, for WWE. It feels like they were uh, they were teaming with McIntyre. On the house show loops, I think I think I saw something on Instagram. Okay, on the house show loop, yeah, that would probably make sense because it was probably AJ, maybe Drew just filled in. Um, but none of these New Japan, All Japan, Noah guys, none of them translate well in the states, and that's been it seems like forever. Muda, but he didn't really have that identity until he came to the United States. Muda was great in like the early nineties, and then like NWO Japan Muda was like okay. job guy WCW yeah, him USA. and fucking Chono. It was terrible. Yeah, dude, you Peter- had the two. Two biggest stars, basically, arguably in Japan. Masahiro Chono, former NWA champion, former God knows how many time IWGP champion. And him and him and freaking Muda are losing to, like, fucking Ray Trailer and fucking Rick Steiner on fucking Thunder. Weird team. Fucking Mean Mike Enos is going to beat freaking the great Muda. You can make a case for Vader and WCW. I was going to ask you that, Matt, because it seems like WCW did a lot better job transitioning uh you know superstars from japan 
to American television and it's never seemed to click in the WWE is that what's the, what would be the difference? What would be, you know what I mean? Like, but you agree, WCW did a yes. much better job in, in everything, presentation, well, transition, all of it. And WWE's better, never clicked. They had a better working relationship with, with, with Japan than WWE did. They were all in, like they had freaking pay-per-views with like Japan. W this actually be, would be a good question for our guest, actually. Because Clark I think, Rogers. I think you had people like Jim Ross there and he knew, you can't if you're if you're working with them and they have to go to Japan. Like I think it's different with WCW. A lot of them, like they brought over Doc and Gordy, and you're not going to change Doc and Gordy. Doc and Gordy or Doc and Gordy, and they're going to wrestle Doc and Gordy style. Unless they you become the execution long, right? Stan Hansen didn't stay long. He left because he wouldn't do the job for uh, for Dustin Rhodes. Maybe I think he was. I don't remember. Yeah, that sounds right. Like these guys were not. Like they they were part time, right? But like Lance Archer goes to the AEW after he leaves, goes Zuntite, uh, New Japan, and he's like, he's a fucking jobber, right? Yeah. Nakamura shows up, he wins the Rumble, and then they fucking poop their pants on that. Yep, I'm with you. So like WWE and the, the same thing with the Lucha stuff. Like WCW hit a home run with their Lucha relationship with the Mexico talents, and WWE tried to do the same and position them freaking awfully. Like terrible, like Pantera, Cibernetico. Uh, Hold on, Cibernetico's not in your top five luchadors. I do have a top five that I didn't do last week, but you can save that for the. Other <laughs> Where would you put Cibernetico and Heavy Metal? Heavy Metal and Cibernetico would be seventy six and seventy seven. Tony's shaking his head. Do you even know Tony? Yeah, I know. You got the little guy that's dressed like a fucking panda bear in your top five. No, how could you not put El Kanek and Mil Mascaris in your top five oh, Mexican wrestlers? Come on, who's dude. the other guy? You like Super Porky? He's in your top five. He to beat, to beat, to beat. Rest in peace, Super Porky. Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, rest in peace. By the way, your name's Super Porky, and you fucking probably died of heart failure. Put Madonna's oh, boyfriend in the top five too. Anyway, um, Louis. He was yes. a luchador. No, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's it rest does in peace, matter. Louis too. Oh, I don't give a shit. God. You know, Stan Hansen came to the WWF, had a great run with Bruno San Martino. By the way. Got a little Bruno in there. Did he break his neck? He fucking did on a body slam of all moves. Guys can't work. It's fucking, no, it's fucking <laughs> That's why he didn't make it. That Does. deserves so much more credit than it got, Kevin. God damn, that was great. <laughs> Dude, two questions. Do uh -huh. we expect Nick Aldis to show up at the Rumble? I oh, God, I hope so. Really? No, you know what? We talked about this before. Nick Aldis needs a build-up. Him he showing up in the vignettes. Rumble is going to be like a who's that. He'll be he like, needs the vignettes. If he's gonna be like suit Nick Aldis, it'll just be like Cody Rhodes again. Like we already have a Cody. Like I don't need Nick Aldis here. Like, like we got we got you, Nick. I, I listen. I love Nick Aldis. I think he's a great guy. It he does not move the needle for me one freaking second. Would it be cool? Yeah, it'd be a nice little moment as a wrestling fan, but doesn't move me at all. Now, what if Mickey James comes along with the package? Mickey James will come along with the package. So I mean. Look, Nick Aldis, Nick Aldis with Camille was fucking fantastic. Oh, big Camille fan. Can you put, uh, dude, if he could get Camille to fucking step away from Billy and come over to WWE, that would be fucking awesome. Who's that would dating? be awesome. Bro, Brandy Rhodes in the WWE again? Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I still don't know what happened to Shaq. They took him away in an ambulance, and that was the last we heard of him. He's doing those Papa John's commercials. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Kevin, like, like he's with uh, Tom Latimer. 
Who, Camille? Yeah. Uh, yes. Tom Latimer, yeah. Well, I mean, if Nick Aldis has the foot in the door, you know, maybe he'll bring in Tom. Tom Latimer should fucking be doing so much more than what he's doing. Former right guest of the Shaman Wizards podcast, Tom. Fuck Latimer. yeah, dude. What? <laughs> with all the with all the Rumble speculation, <laughs> has anybody not like <laughs> any? <laughs> Tony just blindly agreed with me. <laughs> I, I did it because it was funnier. <laughs> Has there has there been any like when was the last Big E update that we've gotten? Because that's com- been completely silent, mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't know what his status is, how he is, anything like that. But that would be probably the biggest surprise that could show up because they they haven't said she haven't heard shit from him or anything about you know his health, yeah. anything like I haven't at least. Yeah, like just so, like maybe like him showing up at like a like a, fo- a college football game or, or right. doing like charity stuff. That's mm-hmm. basically all you saw from him. Yep. That's a great poll by the way. Big E. What about Cardona? What about him? Does he move the needle, Kevin? Oh big needle mover. The moves, needle. moves the needle dick. That's right. <laughs> big time. You call you call Matt Cardona the extender. The extender. Wow, I think Chelsea would get the Chelsea's going to show up at the Rumble, right? Yes. And so, ladies, Rumble, we are. We are two weeks away from the Rumble. Less than two weeks away from the Rumble, and that starts season five of the picks. Oh shit! Oh no! Oh (laughs) shit! Now look. Okay. Uh, It was written in stone. Apparently last week I listened to the show. Um, I did not get full transparency. I did not see Impact. Hard to kill. Uh, But I know Tony and Kevin both went six and two. Uh, I went out on top with a four and four record. Um, Tony successfully defends and retains his championship. Two hundred and twenty-four eighty-nine. Uh, is his record Kevin right behind him with a great 217 96 record? And uh, congratulations to you, Tony, on winning. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Do you have a crown? I do not. It'd be great for me not to say I told you so, but listen, I've been saying I told you so for about a half a year now. This is this is no surprise to either one of you two. I humbly accept and I braggadociously talk about your upcoming punishment, which I promised would have been today. But I do have a few things in the works. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet. We will have your punishment right, well, much I, sooner rather than later. Guy watches no wrestling. Don't make <laughs> us wait fucking six months and don't have the fucking can you beat that committee make a video because you know that never shows up. <laughs> terrible. Make me That's not that. terrible. Where's the video? I don't even know who I'm playing tonight. You'll find out. Yeah, you'll find out at 8.30. Your opponent is showing up for the contest at eight thirty, and he or she—you're not sending a woman into my house. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) You know better. Embarrass some fucking broad (laughs) wrestling if she fucking touches her coos while she watches Finn Balor. Bring it on! Bring it on! You don't want none of this. The fucking champ. I wish you got my belt. The road is scared because she don't really want none. The views and opinions expressed by Shining Wizards matter, not necessarily those shared by the entire Shining Wizard Wrestling podcast. Bring it on! Oh my goodness! Fucking smush you! 
<laughs> oh, so that I like. I like the competitive nature of it. No, smush it. Don't bring no. There's no ladies out there that know more wrestling than me. Matthew I mean, Birch uh, says this succinctly. Tony is truly a master at the pay-per-view pick game. Get this out of me. Truer words are never said on this show. It's impressive. You know, it's pretty impressive. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, I'm We're pretty talking- sure you don't watch Impact, but you went fucking six and two. Dynasty bitches, right here. We don't need MJF. We don't need Holiday. We don't need Hammerstone. This is the dynasty. All fucking this right here. Tony, will you be ordering? Will you be ordering some MLW action figures? Only if there's Microman ones available, and they have to be like yeah. half the size of all the other ones. There's not Microman. I think figures. it's Hammerstone, Fat Hammerstone, Killer Cross, Mads Kruger, and Mads Kruger, Mads Kruger, Matt, oh Mads, Matt Kruger. <laughs> Matt Kruger. Said... No, because Mance Warner's back. I thought you mixed them up. I did probably. Oh, Jesus. Um, Hammerstone, you. Killer Cross, Kruger, and Fatu. Oh yeah, Jacob Fatu. Yeah. It was uh, pretty good. The um, uh, big um, the big hubbub, hubbub uh, when I got back to land on Saturday. That's right. Your land. Ruby Soho is bloody. Doesn't she get bloody once a month? Oh boy! What? What the, the fuck? Opinions guys? of Tony do not express those of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. What is first? What is going on? Everyone's outraged that she's wearing the crimson mask. Then fucking Scott Armstrong is like going after Aubrey. Maybe he likes horses. <laughs> what is? What? <laughs> Kevin left the stream. You must Yee-haw! be a Jessica Parker fan. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Did you guys see any problem with this? Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah, I didn't even know. You, I didn't know it was a story. This? Wait, Kevin, cancel Kevin. You see a problem with this? Um, yeah, I saw a lot. A lot. Of, well, if, if we're talking about the. Uh, Friday ramp rampage, the main event rampage. Hated it. Why hated, what, hated what, it? What brought this match about? Like, what set this up? They've been feuding for months. Who? Ruby and Anna J and Ty Mello and her shit locker and Willow and Willow. Ruby Soho. Ty Mello broke Ruby Soho's nose. At one of the pre-shows to a pay-per-view, and then she had to have like reconstructed. Yeah, with that fucking stupid sloppy shit that she does all the time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, bro. Let's call it what it is. I'm not mad about it. You're not wrong, but they've been feuding for a good amount of time now. Wait, how long has she been back from this surgery? Has she been back a while? Destinations unknown. Let's look up when the Ruby Soho came back. Because I can't, I don't remember her being back long enough for this feud to have any kind of legs that they're going into a match like this already. But again, it's par for the course. And look, WWE is guilty of doing this shit all the time, but I don't like that they have these fucking, like, uh, you know, falls anywhere, weapons, you know, anybody gets involved matches, like, all the fucking time. It's, it's that, that was like my major problem with it. They're going to have this match on their, their B show. It's a it's a it's a pay per view style match, and I can even give them a pass if they were to put it on one of their special presentations on Wednesday night, sure. But to put it on your B show and for what it was, I couldn't. I just I didn't like it, and that that power bomb spot fucking turned my stomach. It was like to drop completely missed the table. 
and drop her straight on the floor on her back was hideous. The amount of the amount of blood, like I get it, right? I get that that's that's going to be their their blow off, but to present it on your on your B show, it's it's fucking miserable, man. It's miserable. So you weren't a fan. Not even a little bit, man. Not even, and like, no disrespect to the to the to the performers in the ring. They gave them. They get everything, right? They gave everything. The problem I, I have is not with the match; it's with the placement of the match. I, I hate that they do this. This is this was not a this was not a regular Friday night B show main event. This was an A show special presentation main event. This is a pay per view match. Right. This is not a, a B show main event. And they 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 give everything. They fucking give everything in this match. And it's it's just it's to me at least, it's not fair to the performers, right? To the performers. Give them the bigger stage if they're gonna spill their fucking guts. If you're gonna break somebody's back, like I, and obviously her back wasn't broken, but you're gonna put her in the position for that type of a spot and you're gonna do it on your B show. I mean, it's borderline irresponsible. I'm not going to argue the irresponsible thing, but I will, like, take you to task. Like, do inside, do they look at Rampage? Like, do they really, like, consider themselves like a B-show? I mean, like, you would think that they would kind of have to because one has to be A, one has to be B. Like, it's not like WWE where Raw, they're both kind of, like, now on the same level now because they have two different partners. Like Raw and SmackDown, both can be make a claim for being the A show, but like I will like disagree with you. Where like if you're going to have this spot, if you're going to be the main event on whatever show it is, don't you want to like spill your guts for it? Like don't you want to? Now again, I didn't see it, so I can't confirm. But I've read the results and I read what happened in the, in the outcry about it. But I feel like if I'm in the main event of any show, I want to put everything I have and I want to give my body just like I would, you know, as a dark match trying to get signed or as a a house show match in, you know, freaking bumblefuck Canada. You can do that. You can do that without that level of danger in the match. They're trying, I mean, they're trying, maybe they don't want Rampage to be the quote unquote B show. And that's something that they would have Listen, it's got people talking. At a dead spot on Friday night. It's it's still a wrestling show. Isn't the isn't part of professional wrestling like every spot is a dangerous spot? Yeah, of course it is. But there's there's levels to it, man. You know, of, co- of course there's levels to everything. But yeah, they're professionals. It's not ballet. Yeah, they they. I mean, they. Granted, all- the spot was. It's hard to watch, man. She completely misses the table, and I yeah. don't know if that's Willow's fault or that's Anna Jay or whoever set up the table, but they got a. There's they got a. They they only have three hours of TV a week. You know, it'd be great to put this on, on Dynamite, but you need to you need to, create some kind of buzz for Rampage. They're clear. They're they're making every effort to make that just as important as dynamite they yeah. bring Jim ross over there to call, do commentary they bring jericho over there to do commentary i'm not saying it's right but they only get three hours a week right we're not all watching dark and dark elevation on youtube you got to make it seem important you got you got you got to make it can't miss and you have like, a very it's a very va- kevin your argument's very valid handsome kevin 
I'm not saying, you know, that it's not, but, you know, the flip side of the coin is they have to produce TV that people want to watch. Now, granted, a lot of people don't want to see something like this. Right. Well, no one really knew something like this was going to happen. Like, the spot, if was if done correctly, it would have been awesome. The powerbomb spot. Yes. Yeah, people were more outraged with the, the Ruby's movie. Crimson Mask. Yeah, there was a lot everyone, of blood. Everyone bleeds every week on that. On <laughs> there is, a, and I think that's the. I think that is. It's almost like that era in the WWE where everyone was just gushing blood every fucking week. Like if I watched a AEW in a Moxley match and he wasn't bleeding, I'd be like, ah, is this, is this even a Moxley match? Now, can I? I, I want to get. Actually, want to understand everybody's point of view on this because Matt, you said something great. Like they want to get buzz, right? They want to get eyes on it. Now they do it by having this. Like if their their play to get more eyes on their Friday night show is this level of violence and this level of uh, danger, right? And this amount of blood and the the gore. That's what people are going to talk about, and that's how they're going to this gimmick match is how they're going to get eyes on it. Once people get there, do you not have to continue to feed them that? You know what I mean? Otherwise, people are going to be like, well, I tuned in to watch this bloodbath. It's Every a problem. Week. That, that, that's, that was the problem when WWE, uh, when everything settled down, when ECW disappeared, when WCW disappeared, they kind of had to find a way to start putting things back in the box. The more boxes you open, the more you're going to have to keep opening. And it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous slope to go down. It really is. If you don't have stories and you're going to be Vince Russo-rific and you're going to hotshot everything like each week, you want to tune in to see what's crazy is going to happen. Eventually you're going to run out of crazy. Right. And well, here's the thing. Like, Say, like, they saw the blood. They saw Ruby's Crimson Mask. They saw that power bomb, and they're like, wow, I really like this. So right now, you've already solved the first piece of the puzzle. They're hooked. They yep. might come back. Now, if you don't give them that next week, yep. it doesn't necessarily mean, though, that they're going to go away. Maybe you'll entrap them by something else. Maybe you'll keep them in. And that's the hope. The hope is that you keep compelling. The ideal situation is you keep compelling story going, or you keep compelling tv going and just not give because at the end of the day if you give them blood every week maybe they'll get tired of it by week three maybe you give them something else that like oh i came for this but this is also pretty good stories give yeah, there you stories. go stories tony gets yeah it. Tony gets so it. uh she came back at winter is coming on december 14th and this street fight took place january 11th so there was about a month built to this and if you go back to when she got her face broke in September, then it's been September to January. Now, isn't Willow fighting Ruby on an upcoming Dynamite? Willow! Isn't Nightingale fighting Ruby on the show coming up soon? Which is, that kind of threw me for a loopski, magoopski. I think That's though, a great I, question, Kevin. Think, no, I think. Uh, well, Hanson Willow, Willow's wrestling Tony Storm. Ah, oh, Tony Storm. That's what it is. Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just one question before we get to our guest. Yes. Jungle Hook? Or jungle hook. Clever. I like I'm, I'm uh, all yeah, for a good wordplay. I'm all yeah. for good wordplay. What do they come out to fucking bare necessities? No worries in your pride. I scratch my back on this tree because that tree was meant for me. And that's the bare necessities. You think life. Tony Khan's got that kind of di- that kind of money to pay Disney to use the rights to that song? 
be better. Because that would be fucked. That would be killer. That hold would be on, killer. hold on. You got a problem with Carry On, My Wayward Son, but you want someone to come out to the bare necessities. Well, Carry On, Wayward Son doesn't really fit. Like, you know what I'm saying? All right, so you don't the like Jungle, Jungle Boy doesn't fit. Bare necessities, yes. If you're going to be stupid and give Jungle Boy what should have been a singles run and put him with Hook, then yeah, then give him bare necessities and make them fucking bop up and down as they're walking down the aisle, too. Got no, so, no jungle hook. Where do you feel? Where do you fall on wild hips? What the fuck is yeah, what is wild, wild hips? hips? Clark Connors, can you explain yeah, to yeah, Tony yeah. what wild hips are? Oh, okay. Oh, baby, that's uh, that's myself and Taguchi. When we put us together, you don't just have hips, you get your hips a little wild, baby. It's like Shakira's in the building. I'll tell you that much. That's right. Fucking A, dude. Hips don't lie for you and Taguchi. I'm, I'm, I'm sold. He's better than bare necessities, but one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, if you're going to give me Jungle Hook, you got to go all in. You got to give me some Louis Prima. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. There we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> oh, Clark, thank you for joining us. Clark Connors on the show, making his return hot off of the Super Junior Tag League and his huge return uh, at the New Jersey. New Jersey. Jesus Christ. Jesus, I'm on vacation. What? The New Japan. Uh, <laughs> Rumble on 40 against Minoru Suzuki. Clark, how are you feeling? How is the Super Junior Tag League? Give us the whole skinny. Yeah, man, I'm feeling great. I'm back. Literally, my back is back. I feel better. Um, That whole tour, you know, the first match coming back with uh, Suzuki, obviously, is kind of throwing you right in the fire. And uh, it made me realize that I can keep wrestling because I got through the Suzuki stuff. So uh, yeah, I mean, the Super Junior Tour was really fun, really easy. I got to got to hang out finally with with all my LA Dojo guys, and a lot of the guys on the tour. They like Gabriel Kidd and I got drunk every single night and most of the days. And so that uh, it was that and some fun wrestling and showing my bare ass to a bunch of Japanese people. So yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Now, for those not familiar with the Super Junior Tag League and the Wild Hips, you're and and the drinking that didn't start after the matches. You were drinking a beer on the way to the ring every night. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I just kind of, I, I just kind of drink in general a lot, and so I figured, why stop? You know, that's half the reason to half the reason to be a wrestler. You can just drink on the job, and so I just kind of, I just kind of started doing it in, in the ring, and just kind of, and no one said shit, so I just kept doing it. I guess. Here we go, right? Uh, I've heard an interesting story from somebody about you and your drinking and maybe how you lost your cell phone. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, in, uh, in Osaka, you talking about? Uh, I believe so, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, uh, the, my good friend Kieran passed that along to me. He wanted me to ask you about that. God, yeah. Oh, no, um, this is a fun adventure, you know, uh, we had a couple of days in Osaka, this last tour, and uh, we had some time to actually enjoy ourselves. And so the one thing Alex wanted to do, because this tour like coincides with his birthday, Alex Coughlin, the one thing he wanted to do the whole time in Japan, I was like, what do you want to do? He's like, I want to go to Universal in Japan, and that's in Osaka. So after the show one night, we had the next night, the next day off, so the plan is to go to Universal Studios, 8 a.m., wake up early, do the whole thing. But that night before... We went to a sponsor dinner, and uh, there was a few of the young lines there, and you know, just a, a cast of characters, and all of the other dojos there. And uh, we got to do what we got to do. And when you go out to a sponsor dinner with the LA dojo, you're gonna get fucked up, pretty much is the is the deal. And um, and that includes us too. We get pretty drunk, 
So we go to karaoke. We do the whole thing. It's about two o'clock in the morning. We get back. I feel, I'm like, okay, this will be perfect. I'll get a nice four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, wake up to go. And uh, I love go set to my alarm on my phone, and my phone's gone. Can't find it anywhere. So, oh, fuck, dude. So I tear up the entire room, my man, throwing everything everywhere. I go down to Gabriel Kid's room, knock on his door, and we're trying to, like, call the fucking restaurant we were at over Google Translate into his iPad. And nothing's happening. I go and I start, I say, I'm going to retrace my steps. So I go to the fucking convenience stores we're at. I went and took a taxi all the way to the fucking uh, karaoke bar. Nothing. It was like 4 a.m. at this point. And I'm just like, oh, God damn it, dude. I'm just going to go to sleep. And I feel really bad for this whole thing with Alex. So I go to bed. I wake up. It's like 9 o'clock. And I'm like half drunk still. I'm going to take a piss and like, I'm standing over the toilet, and as I'm standing over, I kind of fall forward, uh, catch myself on the fucking wall, and what was right under my foot, right behind the toilet, was my cell phone. And it was uh, the entire time. Yeah, yeah. So just in time to not go to Universal, which was just great. Maybe feel really good as a friend. Uh, these guys were busting my balls because I just came back from vacation, and I didn't do any karaoke. What is the Clark Connors karaoke go-to? It depends who I'm with, but uh, a lot of times I do a Shout at the Devil by Molly Crew because I can't really sing for real, so I just can kind of scream and style, you know, all that crap. So, yeah, it's more about it. When I go to karaoke, I'm more of the uh, the moderator, I would say. I try to keep the vibe going, you know, make sure there's not like the one person who's really good at karaoke and then make sure they stay off the mic and, you know, make sure everyone's having fun. That's kind of more I see myself more in, the, in a karaoke group setting. So we are joined by my new favorite guest of all time, Clark Connors, uh, <laughs> who, uh, who loses his phone behind his toilet. He gets drunk and does karaoke and moderates karaoke. I hate those karaoke people too that like have to like have their name. They're like every other person. It's the same freaking douchebag. That's like every other song. So how, how do you yeah, like, how do you, how do you deal with that? No, dude. So yeah, you just. I think the main thing is when no one's going yet. You know, a lot of times if they're passing the thing around, so it's just like a a uh, Japanese karaoke room where it's just you guys in the room. You can always tell if someone's getting the itch to like put their name back in. So when I see that's about to happen, I'll just be like, hey, actually, this person hasn't sung yet, you know, that type of deal. Or that's what I'll kind of just offer it up. And as I'm doing that, I'll go get that other person more drunk usually, kind of get them a little like, more out of it so they're not singing as often. It's a, it's a very fine science. It's an alchemy, really. Yeah. Algorithms. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, I'm a, I, uh, I read this term the other day. Uh, I was reading this book, and, was, and back in the um, like ancient Greek times, like they would hold symposiums, right? And a symposium wasn't just like a place to like learn and shit. It was more of like a party, and like and everyone was talking. But the biggest thing was there's was something called the symposiarch, and that's the guy basically who sets the pace of drinking for the whole place. So if like he takes a drink, everyone has to drink. So he it basically gets everyone's levels, like kind of where he wants the day to be, you know, and like the fun to be. And so as your symposiarch, modern day symposiarch, we drink boys. You had uh been hurt and then you got the big return yeah. at the rumble on forty fourth street. What did it mean to go in there against Suzuki and how cool was it to have Cowboy Ken Shamrock in your corner. <laughs> yeah, that was really awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, like Suzuki and I have always kind of. I've, I've, there's been a few times where me and him were running to each other. 
And we've always been on like good terms, which is cool. I've always thought like really he's taken me in. He shows us that I respect the Japanese business. We also know, you know, like he's how like little hedonistic tendencies as he is one to be as well, you know. Um, so that was good. That I could finally get in there and step in there with him. And then the fact that it was afterwards too, he's like, didn't have to go out his way to shake my hand, you know, after the match. And it showed me like, he doesn't do that to many people. So I was like, I was really, really happy. And then Ken is awesome, dude. Just having him in there. And when he was, over, when I was like in the ring, Suzuki's whooping my ass and I'm sitting there selling in the corner or I'm getting my ass kicked in the corner. And I look over and Shamrock is just fucking just like, come on, fuck yeah, come on. And it got me so hyped that I got up and just started just beating the shit out of Suzuki for a second. Like, oh, fuck, never mind. Kick me. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, Shamrock's the real deal, man. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a lot. I, I ended up at the show, luckily, and it was great to watch uh, live. It was a huge, it was a great experience. The venue's amazing, too, so. Yeah, I, I like that. Now you go from there to being a part of the New Japan uh, Stardom Historic X crossover, and it was awesome to see the LA Dojo boys get to compete. It was great to see everybody back in Japan. How much did that mean to you? Yeah, it was awesome, man. Like that was what really kicked off the tour for all of us. So it was Jet's first tour, first time being Gabe and Alex back together, and obviously, you know that's. Three of three fourths, the big three fourths right there, uh, with the other, with our other boy doing his thing. But uh, it was really great to get there, and it, we just felt like we, we came in just like just like how we always do, just like dick swinging, fucking ready to go. And we didn't have like that like not that scary shit that we would when we first started out there where Shibata was like beating into us, you know. Now we have this confidence of like, no, we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want, and we're gonna run shit, you know. And so yeah, we we had that match with those guys. And just beat the living shit out of those kids, um, which was really fun. You know, it was good. And it was, and it was, you know, in a good, healthy manner that everyone liked and respected. So, yeah, it was great just to be back in there, and um, I'll be grateful for that. And it kicked off a great tour. So, so you mentioned you mentioned that it was almost all of you guys, uh, the four, and obviously we, uh, we, the news has broke that uh, that Carl has. Uh, I'm assuming you were talking about Carl Fredericks. He uh, he has he has signed with WWE. <laughs> What are your what are your thoughts on on that move for him and his future? No, it's awesome. I was actually talking about Michael Elgin. He's the fourth guy that we oh, hang out with. But I'm an idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on. No, but this uh, that Carl guy. Um, no, he's he's fucking. I'm so happy for him. I, I think I might be more happy for him than he's happy for himself even. Because uh, he he originally turned down a WWE contract to train in the dojo. You know, like he was. He was already ready to do that four years ago. And Carl's, you know, he's older than me. He's like 32 right now or something, 31, 32, turning 33 maybe. And uh, I was like, I've always thought, it's your time, dude. Like, you got to go there. You got to make money. And they're going to use you and respect you just because he's a phenomenal wrestler, but he's like a phenomenal superstar, you know, which is what they look for over there. In my opinion, I think he's going to do really great things quickly. So, and then uh, hopefully just, you know, Cozy's up close with the boss and keeps a spot for me when I'm uh, ready to rock. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think a lot of people realize that out of that group, Carl was he was handpicked to be the guy. And, and you know, obviously you you and Alex and Gabe have, have definitely rose and made yourself superstars. But people forget, like, he won that Young Lions Cup and 
he was supposed to have that first round match with Kenta, and then that pandemic fucked everything up. Yeah, man, he was he, he was and is the man. You know what I mean? Um, and and it was always just it was always nice because like when we're together, we all can we take inventory of each other. You know, in terms of like the four of us, Alex, Gabe, myself, and Carl, we're very honest with each other about what we need to fix, what we need to do, who we are as wrestlers, and it's. We've always said that it's out of the whole group, obviously, Carl's the superstar. You know, he's the guy, he's the guy that you can see in having an action figure and fucking on a box of Wheaties and shit, you know, and uh, and that's that's his role. And so it's always been that way. We're in the world, we love it, you know, we're excited for it. Now, you mentioned at the historic crossover that you guys beat the shit out of the young lions, uh, from the Tokyo Dojo, but that Oscar, and I'm gonna butcher his last name, Lube. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. He yeah. is he is an uncharacteristic uh when you think of a, a young lion from the dojo. Uh he's gonna be something special. I think so, yeah. I like I was <laughs> it's always so funny though, because when you see those guys, like I met him like years ago because he came to the dojo for like a little mini tryout kind of when I was over there, like I think in 2019 maybe. Um but yeah, I think it's it's just always hard, so hard to tell for me because when you go over there and there's these fucking nerds with their heads shaved and shit, and he's all pale and not wearing, and it's just like, it's like, good god, man, like I can't see that being a superstar. But then obviously I watch how he actually moves in the ring and and fucking all that shit, and obviously once he puts it together, his size is ridiculous. He's legit that tall. You know, you can't teach height, and so yeah, I think it's gonna be really good in the in the long run. But you know. It's, it always takes some time, and always it always depends on how they use you, I guess, as well. Well, you guys uh, had a oh, sorry, Kevin. You had a super successful uh, Super Junior Tag League. It was great to see you over there with the Wild Hips. Mm-hmm. How do you guys work in so much bare ass in every single match? Well, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a conscious effort. You know, um, we it's important to us for the brand. Um, yeah, no, I think it's. <laughs> I think it, it's. I think for me, at least, when I'm wrestling with a guy like Taguchi, uh, my biggest thing was like, I don't want people to think I'm this. Like as a wrestler, like I do the Shibata badass shit here and there, right? But that's not who I ultimately am. I'm always been like a big fan of American style comedic spots and shit like that, and like just having an added bit of comedy and everything, even if it's even if it's like during like a big main event match, just put like a little sprinkle of something here and there. This is what makes it artistic, I think. But um, but with Taguchi, he just it, he already has his shtick. So for me, it, it's so easy just to go in there and basically pitch things that I want to see him do, or that I can do around him to make it make the bit right. And so most of the time, he'll just he's and he's the fucking coolest guy in terms of just being like, okay, let's do it. I, so most of that shit, especially the bare ass and all that shit. Yeah, I was like, that was my whole grand plan the entire time. It's like I got to get my ass out by the end of this tour. So it's a big payoff. So, yeah, it was, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, against the the sauce hearts, he hit you with the yellow card. Were you worried he was going to get you with the red card? Yeah, you got to be careful around uh, Taguchi sometimes, you know. Uh, and he's he's a tough referee. He plays it pretty straight to the books. But uh, I think I was fine. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> worried about it. But all that shit. That's my favorite thing about Taguchi too. Is like all that shit before our matches. It wasn't like we were talking about any of it beforehand. It was all just completely just trying to fucking have fun with each other and like make each other laugh. We never, it just shit would just happen all of a sudden. Like when he was wearing my gear, like, like he came out, 
he did that right before we walked through the curtain. He just walked up the stairs and had a cowboy hat on and a fucking vest on. And I started laughing my ass off. And <laughs> he, he just walked right through the curtain. I'm like, this motherfucker. He didn't tell me about it at all. It was great. Yeah. Is there anyone who does who you guys go to and you go, you're going to get the butt in the face spot? And they're like, nah, I'm good, man. Uh, no, I think everyone kind of thinks it's tight to have Taguchi's ass in their face. I think it's one of those like Anoki, it's like Anoki slapping you, uh, you know, <laughs> ass in the face. It's a big sign of respect in Japan. Yeah. Is he ever like not like wipe proper if he's like got some heat with somebody? He wants to get uh, Yeah. You gotta yeah. ask him, man. I, uh, from from what I've, I, I think I, I think I actually was the one who had the ass in the face more more times than anybody in the store, and uh, it was yeah it was cool. It was a little, a little sweaty. That's about it, man. We're all working hard in there. Yeah, no, and those gyms can't be can't be cold. They gotta be hot. Bro. Yeah, oh yeah. No, they, I mean, especially in that winter time, they crank the heat up in there, so yeah, it gets it gets pretty gnarly. Honestly, that was my biggest thing. Was I I, I was wearing these cotton. I never wore cotton under my wrestling types usually but i was wearing the red underwear so i was just like dude i like i was making sure when i was peeing right before every match like i would like shake it the fuck out to make sure there's not gonna be like a little drip on there you know was, like, my biggest fear of just like a nasty sweat stain or something looking like i pissed myself <laughs> i think they i don't think it would be a huge issue <laughs> No, it would, yeah, no, it's a, it would be a average, well, like below average issue. <laughs> <laughs> crowd, the crowd would be very understanding. Right, yeah, you just, it, yeah, it's about, yeah, exactly. They're very polite over there. there. They are. I was still, I'll get a small class. A small class. <laughs> I know they, uh, they, they, they didn't allow cheering, but there was clapping. Um, and, and I guess that's a huge improvement from the no noise at all. But how important yeah. for you when you go out there is the fan interaction? Oh, dude, that's my. It's like, I mean, it's the reason they get in the got into wrestling. I like wrestling is the, the drinking on the job. First of all, second of all, I get a lot of free time. Third of all, is the money, which is you know I'm gonna actually scratch that. And that's not on there at all. And then the fourth is, is the uh, is the, the fan interaction. You know what I mean, like. Just to see, like yesterday, I, I ran. I was at the championship wrestling from Hollywood. The showrunner right here, and they had the big uh, red carpet rumble, and they packed like a thousand people in this place, returning back people, and it was just rowdy. It was the, it was the first match, and they were just hot as fuck from the start. And I didn't do shit in the match, you know. What I mean, we just had a real fun little match, and uh, real simple. And I'm just like, but the feeling of like the crowd coming up for you. First, like when I'm like looking at someone doing this shit and they coming up for me screaming versus like when I'm in Japan and like you put together this beautiful fucking crazy spot and shit, but then it's just like no matter what, and then a guy gets kicked in the nuts and it's like, it's well, it's like, well, fuck, this is like not, <laughs> it's fake, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Um, so yeah, the fan interaction's huge, honestly. Uh, now I know you guys aren't on the New Beginnings tour, but is there talk of when you'll be back in Japan? I don't know, my friend. We'll see. Um, well, I think they're just kind of right now figuring out everything, especially with New Japan Strong over here, trying to trying to because um, I know that we're going to cut, cut back on them and look for more quality over quantity with them. 
so they're gonna want me over here to be a big part of that and then a lot of the stuff around here they you know there's i think there's a better chance of me popping up on other television programs here and there or um, you know, your independence for a little while. So just, just keep your eyes peeled. You'll, we'll see about it. And uh, yeah, so so that's something we're looking forward to, too, just kind of expanding so, horizontally. You know. So let me ask you about that. How do you, like as a professional wrestler who, you know, you're, you're in Japan, you're, you're, you're out West, you're doing all these independence and all that stuff. How do you prepare your day-to-day life in terms of not necessarily knowing 100% where you'll be, you know, a month from now or a week from now or two weeks? How, like, how does that work for you? Yeah, that's a really good question. Like for me, it's like um, I try to at least book most of my bookings, you know, a, you know, a couple months out. But with um, with Japan, it's been really hard in the past, like especially coming up as a young lion, because I was in that position where you're low enough on the totem pole, you just you're not really supposed to like ask questions like that, like, oh, when will you be needing me? Like, you're want to be on every show, obviously. And, uh, and so you just kind of, and so I would just really have a lot of my life where I'd be like, I can't commit to anything to some of my friends, you know, it's like, oh, let's go do this in, in like two months or this place. And like, I can't commit to it until the last second, you know? Um, but it's gotten better now that I kind of have more, more higher on the totem pole and I, I'm not afraid to just ask and just, you know, be like, Hey, I, all right. And if I want to, I'll take some time off, you know, and I can, you know, I mean, if they don't need me, I don't have to work basically, you know, because I've been contracted by them. So it's kind of it's kind of just play by ear from there, you know. Nice. Yeah, that's a question yeah. that I've always wanted to ask uh, guys in your position, and I never had a chance to. So it was pretty good. That's, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Any, any any questions like that? I love answering that type of shit. You know, that's cool. It's just like it shows the the real side of the shit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Nice. Well, we're on. We're talking with Clark Connors at Clark Connors on the Twitter machine, Clark dot Connors on the Instagram, and if you're looking to book them. He just told you he's he, he's open. Clark.connors at outlook.com. Um yes, Clark, what can we what's what's on the agenda for Clark in 2023? What's a big goal that you'd like to achieve in the in the what'd you do with your finger there? I know, dude. Check that out. <laughs> See that before you just fucking pull off your finger. <laughs> 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 oh, crazy, He's hardcore. He's hardcore. I would say that's my worst Cassidy match, but get this shit going. Uh, yeah, at goals in 2023. Um, I I want to I want to win a title in New Japan. I know it's fucking like, whatever that is, but it's to me it's uh it's important at this point for the evolution of myself as a wrestler to get to the point where I, I can be I'm winning titles, you know. So I want to do that. I want to um, get at least two, at least four and a half star rated matches by Dave Meltzer. I would love that so much. <laughs> and then um, I want to let's see here. I gotta get. <laughs> I want to be voted Tokyo Sports MVP. That would be cool. <laughs> no, um, no. I think. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to. My my main goal is the Clark Connors name. To, by the end of this year, to be in the pantheon of like, okay, this is like one of the top guys in this industry in terms of like, he's on like, I want people on my name in people's mouths, and I want them to understand like, okay, this guy's a, is a name is a player in the game, and uh, I get to actually show people how like how good I am, I guess. You know, I'm really excited to do that. Next year. Well, Clark, we are rooting for you. We appreciate the time tonight. Anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome. You just want to hang out, shoot the shit, and drink with us. I mean. We'll have a fucking I, yeah, I'm doing it anyways, man. It's like, you know, so so 
so my last little thing is um people are doing the dry january thing a lot right and i have decided i'm going wet january maybe wet 2023 so i'm drinking at least one drink a day for at least well as long as i can so i work out every day or do something active but i also drink at least one drink a day and uh i just want to see how it's going to affect me but um, it's going pretty good so far and um, have a lot of fun. I think it's been really good for my mental health. So, uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys updated, though. Oh, well, we'd love to check back in with you and have you back on and maybe just have a show yeah. where we just hang out and drink and bullshit. I can do that with you guys. That's fun. You guys are awesome. Love well, it. Clark, you're an absolute pleasure. Appreciate the picture of you rocking the gear by the pool. Of course, my friend. I got to show off this fucking pool for a reason, you know? That's right. Last time we had you by the pool, you were yelling about shit in your pants to your neighbors. So, yeah, I know. Dude. Yeah, they, yeah they, they're, they're kid fucking fucking heard, but they don't really talk to me at all anymore. So, not- does he know you're a wrestler? Uh, he fucking knows I shit my pants. Huh? <laughs> I mean, everybody shits their pants. Come on. Everyone knows you shit your pants. I have exactly. Tony shit his pants a lot more recently than me. I shit my pants on Christmas morning. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. You remind me of Chris Dickinson, motherfucker. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fucking shit. I love it. All right. He's from Delaware. I I, I was probably I was talking to Janela last night. He said that people from Delaware, because I've never met a person from Delaware. He said, Yeah, these people up there are like Kind of like New York people, but like hicks. So they're fucking weird. Every one of them. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. He's not so wrong. I met someone from Delaware. I know. This is pretty cool. Good to, good to meet you, man. Fuck. <laughs> good, not wrong. Then, then no sales tax. I'll get you. Yeah, let's bring you in. <laughs> they make it on tours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Clark, it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll stay in touch. I'd love to get to back back on to shoot the shit and hang out, man. Anytime, my friend. Awesome. Awesome, Enjoy the rest of your night. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Thank you, Clark. Clark Connors at Clark Connors on Twitter. Clark.Connors on the Instagram. Uh, Give him a follow and check him out. Matt. No one is from Delaware, by the way. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. yeah, Did he think one of us was from Delaware? I think he thought Tony was from Delaware. I I thought I got that at the end of it. He's a funny fucking dude. I love him. <laughs> I, I want he can move into my house. <laughs> Two four and a half star matches from Meltzer. I was almost on the fucking floor. Yeah. Uh, that was a fucking blast. And Matt, do I, have, uh, do I have time to do the Patreon plugs before I smush whatever schmuck you're sending in here? Well, well Matt, the schmuck, quick. the schmuck who's sending in was actually uh, saying keeping an eye on the guest. So I'm sure that the schmuck will pop in when the time is right. So you could do the plugs. Top five guests. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying any mind there, but yes, absolutely. 100%, Kevin. I agree. Top great, five. Great guy. Great guy. All right. Oh, boy. We got Matt. You ready for this, this schmo to, that you're going to mow over? I am, but I want to do the Patreon plugs first. Oh, that's right. Because we have new Patreons, which is amazing. Fucking A, dude. Do you want me to go to solo layout, or is everyone going to hang out? Anyone I'm need to go pee. potty? I have I'm to gonna, pee. I'm potty. Yep. Yes. All right. I'm going to go full, full face. I can't live up to Tony's reads last week, so just bear with me, people. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. And for as little as $1 a month, yes, $1 a month, you 
you lovely creatures. You can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. $1 a month you get mentioned on this show every single week. $3 a month you get the mention and you get the bonus content. Kevin did a watch along recently. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, $5 a month will plug your website, your social media, uh, anything we deem, you know, we're not going to like promote like some weird political thing or some racist bullshit. We'll plug your Twitter and your and your your fucking website or whatever you do, uh, your podcast. Uh, $10 a month, you get all those perks, and every month we put your name in the drawing, and we pick a Patreon uh, winner, and they get to choose how they are part of the show, whether it be sitting in on Can You Beat That and challenging me so I can smush your face, uh, picking the Wizards Rewind and sitting in with us and talking about that show, uh, sitting in with a guest. If you want to talk to Clark Connors about pooping in his pants or sticking his butt in people's faces, you could have done that. Um, you can just hang out with the Wizards for a segment. You know, whatever you're up for. So that's at the $10 tier. Dollar month, though, is the big win. Uh, we're going to take this time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon. Kathy Hummer, the queen of the Shining Wizards. Manny Carrazzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Danny Russinello, at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine. Anthony Russinello from the Mark Warder Podcast. Sean Toe. Sean Calejo. Kate, the great Hensler, at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter machine. She's doing Fightful Podcasts. She's doing Mark Order Podcasts. Kate has her finger on the pulse of the professional wrestling community, and you should follow her and be along for the ride. Macarifo, no relationship to the KJG, at Matt 81 Christine Friesendorf, Mark Parloni, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, at High Five Tom. He does the Marking Out Ring of Honor Revelry podcast, and he just started his own Midwestern wrestling podcast, and I don't have the name on the sheet, and that's on me, Milwaukee Tom. It's the Midwest Wrestling Roundup. The Midwest Wrestling Roundup. Ye motherfucking ha, cowboy. Uh, Kieran, my co-host from the Bread Club. Bon Beasley. Eric Freeds. Constant uh, supporter and uh, follower on the Twitter machine. S.J. McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Big new follower. Very active in the Discord. Love it. She's a sweetheart from the Canada. Two Canadians. We're big in Canada, people. We're over in Canada. Tell a friend. Michael Hammond. Matthew Birch. The true Prince of Pro. He popped up finally. I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Uh, Braden Bergen at Enfuego30. He's our number one fan from Iowa. Brendan Haney, he's doing notes for us. He's the man. Tell a friend at the Irish Misfit. Uh, Ryan Schlong at Mark Order Pod. He's back on his YouTube account. Asian Joe, happy birthday, Asian Joe. It was his birthday yesterday. Hope you had a great day full of Asian things. Uh, Mike Peterson at LOL Mike Peterson. The Daily Smart, thedailysmart.com, at The Daily Smart. They help you find the latest wrestling news along with up-to-the-minute daily podcasts. Don't forget, we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop. Kevin Rogue, he sits in on uh, Fourth Mike. He's producing the show. He's talking on the show. He's giving us ideas. He's uh, showing us his nipples when the cameras are not uh, live. Mm-hmm. He's got many avenues where he, uh, he waxes poetic. He's got a nipple out right now. At Year of Pod, which is I highly recommend what him and the Duke do. They go back, they pick a year, and then they go through every pay-per-view in that year. And they give you fantastic insight. If you like dick jokes, if you like the giant, if you like uh, the Hulkster in his thermos, check out Year of Pod. Uh, Then he does the T-O-T-S pod, if you're a toy collector. 
check that out. They do great stuff over there. And then he's a jerk off wrestling manager at JJ Rogue Means. And you can just follow him and send him like hate tweets because he's a dick. He's nodding his head. You can't see. I can see it, but you can't. Uh, but he's good. He's good at his job. So that means, you know, we hate him. And last but certainly not least, he'll be joining us at some point in February as part of the show because he was our Patreon winner. He has a Twitter at W Mercier Jr. He is the one, the only, William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? Kevin, I know what you mean. Jelly Bean. Oh, look at you. I updated tons of things. I have a brand new list with all updated information on it. I printed out all the picks from 2019, 2020, 2021. I got a lot done today. What is this? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. The man, the myth, the legend. The one who will be challenging Matt tonight for the Can You Beat That Championship. The captain. Hello, you sexy fellas. A little <laughs> different Monday night for me. I'm used to having my Monday nights raw, but I'm glad to be here for the, the Can captain? You Eat It Off Challenge. Were you the captain of Matt's cruise? Oh, I wish. <laughs> we would have had a great time out on sea. Just him and me and a little bit of implication. <laughs> no, I actually didn't get to meet my captain. You didn't go to captain's night? Cap- captain's night? Yeah, everybody dresses up. You put on a suit and a tie. You get to walk around like you're really fancy. Do you think I packed a suit and tie? I'm going to say yes. Dude, it was like, what wrestling t-shirts am I going to wear on this cruise? Like, my <laughs> wife had to like coax me into bringing collared t-shirts or collared shirts. Collared coats. t-shirts. Jesus, you are a redneck. <laughs> God, imagine Matt walking out with a t-shirt, like a Bullet Club t-shirt with a collar on. <laughs> well, I'm happy to see the captain. Captain, How are you, Challenging captain? you tonight, Matt. Yeah, Captain says he's going to kick fine. the shit out of you tonight, brother. It's all right if you want to smash me, Matt. <laughs> no. <laughs> smush you. Smush you. Did you vote, Captain, did you vote? What kind of ship are we driving? Well, right now I'm in my personal cabin on the ship, my own fireplace. When it's captain's night for me, it's 50 people of different sexes, and I don't know who's doing what, and that's how I like it. How many sexes are there? 50 sexes. I don't worry about it. That's it's 20, 20, uh, I think there's like 142 recognized by the California Institute of Sexology. This captain is just Fuck off. You're either a dude or a chick. <laughs> Do you have a porthole? <laughs> That's a big, big I can show you if you'd like. But I mean, Kevin I was very disappointed. Kevin was very disappointed that I didn't have a uh, porthole on my yeah. Captain, my ship sucks. There were fucking portholes, Kevin. It just wasn't in my room. Who wants a porthole? Give him a porthole. I'm always looking for some portholes. Right. <laughs> now, did you? Were you asked to do this, Captain? Did the committee reach out to you? I'm very interested on this. Uh, an anonymous source from the committee reached out to me asking if I wanted to be on the show, and I said, I would love to get smashed by Matt. Smush. <laughs> We're not saying smash, Captain. <laughs> I heard smash. You're more entertaining than any other can you beat that uh, challenger outside of Kevin Rogue, so this is 
I mean, you've well, already... until the challenge starts, and then my skills Nah, because, like, Petey Brown didn't bring none of this to the table. He just showed up. He was like, yeah, I'd like to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Morocco shows up. I'm a, I play wrestler, so I know stuff. I'm the kid. They make me out to... They go call me Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> I wrestle, too, but mine are all unsanctioned. All right. Well, whatever fucking floats your boat, Captain. Fantastic. Foreign objects are allowed. Are you wearing a fucking robe? It's my captain's robe. Clearly. Do you do this on other shows? Did you not watch the Mark Order Sexy 69? No. Mark Order? What's that to Matt? <laughs> no, I mean, like, outside, like, do you go on other, like, I know you do other podcasts, like, you make appearances. No, I, I save do... my, my sexiness for the Shining Wizards Network. Fuck yeah. Well, it's a much appreciated. Glad to have you on board. Are you? Uh, is your <laughs> totally unintentional, but definitely hysterical? Is your uh, is your cabin forward or aft? It starts forward, then I go aft, I'm back to forward, then I go aft again, so and then I hit forward cabin. one last time. Do you know so why the ca- Do you know why the captain likes to drink? Because his room is on the port side. <laughs> Where's your fire? <laughs> Behind me. I'm covering it with my big fat head. <laughs> the one on your shoulders. <laughs> I, thank you, handsome Kevin. Is it safe you to have a fire at sea? Handsome. I mean, you know. I'm the captain. It's I safe my to have a rules. fire. You're surrounded by fucking water. Of course the it's safe. The boat can still burn. I mean, the boat's not made of water. I mean, do you not know how to use a fireplace? My cabin can get quite wet, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> All right. Tony, start this motherfucker. You should have had Taguchi and Clark Connors in your cabin. Butts and everyone. Those hips, they do not lie. People are very... Mott Spock is super excited to see this character known as Schlong. I only know the captain is here. I don't know who the Schlong is. Yeah, I don't know who Schlong is. I know the Schlong is quite handsome, and I'm very honored to be thought of as him, but I'm not him. I am the captain. S.J. McDonald, Hugh Hefner on the ships, LOL. I like yeah. Hugh Hefner of the High Seas better. I think that, ah, that's, that's pretty good. That's the cliche. I like Papa Schlongo. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Come on, Nelly. Get down. Nelly, I have to play. I have to beat him. Uh, well, if, if everyone's ready to get involved in the, uh, the festivities here. I'm ready. Time for everybody's favorite game show. Can you beat that? Fresh off his very boring vacation, Shining Wizards Matt has returned to take on the Hugh Hefner of the high seas, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with a fireplace and Taguchi drawers in his cabin, the captain. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? I'm great. Uh, I want to know where this cock-sucking committee is and how come they didn't bother to reach out to me and let me know who my challenger was. I, they know I'm That's what the committee's doing. Days. I want to know where they are, too. The captain's a fucking pervert, dude. I think, uh, I think, in fairness, the committee was taking an extended vacation after the uh, last championship bout. So, you know, they wanted to put some things together and give you a brand new surprise for this new year. What better surprise than your challenger tonight, the captain? Yeah, the captain who should be on a fucking sex registry, the way he keeps fucking talking. 
speaking of registering things, Captain, we know your brain is a lethal weapon. What's the strategy for tonight's contest? Let's let Matt beat himself. Well, that's something that he does, even in his sleep, I might add. Uh, you fucking jerk <laughs> off in your sleep once, and now you're an habitual sleepjacker. Kind of. Once. <laughs> once I know. My wife's never told me otherwise. Well, maybe she's trying to keep you from losing your mind. Who knows? No, she would definitely let me know if I was doing that. She fucking screams at me because I have fucking sleep apnea. Oh, do you? You got a machine now, too? No, I got to get a machine or I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> My wife reads me the same riot act, Matt. Don't worry about it. Stay strong. I'm trying. Well, just so you know, if you do decide to go, this will become the uh, the Shining Wizards Matt Memorial. Can you beat that championship? <laughs> I would like uh, the captain to... Uh, to present the championship at every every defense, we're gonna we're gonna no we're gonna melt it, put it in an urn, and then spread it over <laughs> wherever you decide to lay your freaking body. Well, gonna, I, wouldn't it be at sea? Yeah, we're gonna put it every destination Matt didn't go to on this cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Satan Jubilee. There'll be some in Great Stir of K and the Dominican Republic. Yeah, but you can go there and they redirect it. Well, that's or right. But I did go to St. Thomas and Nassau, Bahamas, and Tortola. Isn't that Tortuga? where Captain Jack Sparrow went? Tortola? Wasn't that Tortuga? Where that's what I was thinking. Oh, Tortuga. Tortuga. Sorry. Oh, I got fucking rope pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I don't know. Anyway, let's bring the professionalism back. Oh, Captain, yeah. since you are challenging this evening, we are going to give you first choice at the questions that are available. Now, Game Master, if I may. Sure. We should remind everybody. You refer to him as Gay Master? Yeah, that was stupid. You can call me Ass Master if you want. It's fine. All right, Ass Master. Uh, <laughs> Got to want to remind everybody about the time limits. You have sixty seconds to give your first number. Then after that, each player has thirty seconds from there can on I have out. Sixty-nine seconds. You can try. The rules are meant to be enforced, but it's always at the ass. I mean, the game master's discretion. So they're just a little bit of stru a structure to keep the match moving along. Now, with that being said, Captain, your choice for questions this evening. First time, final five, five answers. Second question, first explosives, eight answers. Your choice. Let's go first time, final five. First time, final five. Your question is this. In 2018, the first female Royal Rumble match was held concurrent with the men's, not concurrent, at the same time, the same show as the men's Royal Rumble that year. Debut women's Royal Rumble. Won by Asuka. The question to you, the five competitors that were in the ring as part of the final six with Asuka. So I'm looking for five answers. The other five women in the final six with Asuka. How many can you name? 60 seconds. Starts now. I feel like we should have some sort of like tick-tock, tick-tock. <laughs> Something annoying. Other you are annoying. Other than the sound of my voice. <laughs> 2018 Royal Rumble. Asuka was your winner. Need the five female finalists that were there in the final six. 
I think I can get two. <laughs> okay, Matt. Captain says he can name two. I have three. Captain, right back to you. Matt says he has three. Say two, there, because I didn't like the way he said three. Go for it, Matt. <laughs> All right, Sasha Banks. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! Slow your roll. What do you mean? 2018 Women's Royal Rumble. Oscar with your winner. Five other competitors making up the final six. You said you can name three of them whenever you're ready. Sasha Banks. That's one. <sighs> Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus makes two. You need one more. Nikki Knockers. Nikki Knockers is three. First point goes to Matt. Captain, did you have those answers? Curious to know what you wrote down. I had the first two. I did not have the third at all. It was nowhere in my brain. I have nothing I after would... the third. Tony, was... Uh, was I wouldn't have guessed that, so I was, was out. Michelle McCool in there? Michelle McCool was not in there. So, Matt, you had no other answers written down. I just had those three. Okay. Uh, Handsome Kevin, any ideas who else was in this uh, mix? I, I only wrote down one name, and it was Charlotte. No, Charlotte was not in the final six competitors. The other two answers we were looking for. Bailey. Natalia and Brie Mode. Ugh. Came oh, down to Brie and Nutella with Asuka. They were the final three. Yeah, people were pissed about that, too. Of course they were, because WWE fans suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you get the point, and the question goes to you this time. All right. The topic is... First explosives. <laughs> Christmas Day this year. <laughs> that would not be the first explosives, my friend. It's like 5.15 a.m. today. That would be holiday explosives. October 2nd, 2019 was the debut of AEW Dynamite, which was headlined by Chris Jericho and Proud and Powerful against Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Eight other single competitors wrestled on that debut show. How many of them can you name? Uh, I'm at two right now. So I'm going two to start. Two to start. Captain Matt says he's got two. Question to you is, can you beat that? Debut episode, AEW Dynamite. I know I got three, but that's about it. Captain says he's got three, Matt. I'll go four. Matt comes back with four. Captain, can you beat that? You've got time. No need to rush. I think I, I could do five. The captain says he's got five. Matt, goes to you. Uh, Debut episode, AEW Dynamite. Headlined by Jericho and Proud and Powerful against the Elite. God, this is such a weird pull, but I love it. What, it was six? Matt is going six. Captain? Go for it. I was, I was pushing at five. Matt, eight singles wrestlers on the undercard of the 2019 uh, debut of AEW Dynamite. You said you can name six. I know Sammy Cody was the first match. That is one and two. 
Nyla Rio? Nyla and Rio makes four. How many do I have to say? You don't have to you don't have to say the matches. You just gotta say the competitors. You're no, no, how many four. did I say? Six? You said six, yes. MJF? MJF makes five. And Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page makes six. The bell got wow. stuck, and that's game. Wow. I really thought hey, that Joey was Joey Janela on that? on that. Joey Janela was not on that. Captain, who did you have? Didn't Darby wrestle on that one? Darby was not on that one. Oh, uh, that's yeah, I would have been off. I might be confusing that with um the pay-per-view. You're missing MJF's opponent and Hangman Page's opponent. I feel like Angelico and the other guy got to be on there somewhere. No, surprisingly not. No. Who did Hangman Page Mox didn't go on that one? Mox was Mox not was on that show. Yet. Yeah, he wasn't on that one. I have the first Dynamite and the pay-per-view are mixed in my head together, so I'm mixing up matches. Gotcha. Uh, uh, fuck. What's his nuts? Wrestling. Um, Sabian. The wet hair. Uh, Pac. Pac was the man that wrestled uh, Hangman Adam Page. You're missing one. Definitely worth his spot on this show. (laughs) Tony, is Matthew Birch in the comments, right? Uh, Matthew Birch didn't Brandon Cutler wrestle on the first dynamite? Yes, that was MJF's opponent and the eighth competitor. So there you go. It's kind of why we go with these questions here on the show. Look at that fucking lucky bastard. Your fucking job for life because he's friends with a weird card. You know what though? Like Cody and Sammy, I could see opening the show because Cody. Yeah, I had that. And uh, Santana and Ortiz, they were mystery uh, partners for Jericho on the evening. So we didn't know who they were. This was their big debut. Right. Hager debut, too. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny. I just I rewatched their all-out debut today, actually. Uh, Santana and Ortiz. It's pretty good. They had the president's masks on. And they beat the Matt- shit out of the Young Bucks. Matthew Birch was also correct earlier. Charlotte was one of the champions. So she came out to be there for Asuka to challenge and uh, we actually got yeah. the uh, re-debut of Ronda Rousey at the end of that. Yes, she came, yeah, yeah. Charlotte came out, and then Ronda debuted. Who was the other women's champion? Was it Bailey? No, it was a uh... was it Becky. I don't think it was. Got to be one of the three of them. Becky, let me see. Let me see. Aftermath. Could have been Alexa Bliss at that point. Um. It was. It was. She was the Raw Women's Champion and SmackDown was? with Charlotte Flair. Who was? There you go. It was Bliss. Oh, okay. Bliss. There you go. So there you go. Ha ha. <laughs> 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 well, ladies and gentlemen, your winner and still can you beat that champion, Shining Wizards Matt. We want to thank the captain for coming out to join us this evening. Uh, not that we're in a rush to get rid of them. Just wanted to feel like we need to close out this version. You do, boys. So have a wonderful night, and thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, Captain. You were a great competitor. You really, Captain, was fantastic. Pleasure to have. Pleasure. It's a shame I just don't know trivia. Yeah, but you well, made up for it in other uh, departments. You came with uh, with some flair and uh, a very entertaining gimmick. Which you don't have in skill, you make up for in other aspects. 
I get yeah, it. So it worked out for me. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, have a fun night closing out the show, fellas. Thanks there, Schlong. I'll see you on uh, Wednesday. Oh, oh, Schlong. It was the captain. What are you talking Sorry, about? Sorry. Oh, like people are didn't already blow it up? Well, that doesn't mean you have to blow it up. What's wrong with you? Let me ask you guys a question. Because I was no. looking through these notes that the, the Hane master sent us. All right, Brendan Haney. He's got a new fun nickname now. Um, <laughs> NXT is just just grabbing whatever names are in the used to wrestle here bin and just slapping them on tag teams. Yeah. How do we have the Rockers in 2023 and it's not Marty and Sean? This is a fucking blasphemy. You know, that was one thing that jumped out at me from the notes. I really don't understand that either. Do they come out to the old Rockers music? Are they wearing like the same like outfits with all the frillies and fringes and all that shit? I don't know. I don't are know. Are they doing simultaneous like Jackson are? simultaneous jumps in the ring or like you know like double hip toss double drop kick double plancha double Rockers. cheese who's the head of who's the head of nxt right now sean michaels bitches cyclops there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, i don't like care it. man i still i still love the new rockers too by the way i love marty and leaf no. so I, i'll take any incarnation well, of the at rockers least you an original me. member was part of that Oh, I don't care. Give me two strangers as the Rockers. <laughs> I'm in. Can you isolate that? Give me two strangers. Say, start, start sitting on both your hands, buddy boy. <laughs> Maybe. Two hours and four minutes and about 50 seconds. <laughs> Give me two Rockers. Strange Rockers. Heartbreaker. Strange Rockers. I was like looking at the notes. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I thought maybe because I saw it too in the notes, and I thought it maybe was just like a parody, like maybe like Pretty Deadly were coming out as the Rockers, but no, these are actual. They were actually two strangers in the night as the Rockers. Super weird. Love it. Um, Give me the Tony was dead. You're down on Jungle Hook. Uh, we got new triple. Uh, uh, triple. We got new six man tag champions. Uh, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Won the last of seven in the ladder match on Dynamite. Adam Cole came back. Brian awesome. Daniel, Brian Danielson beat uh, Takeshita. Takeshita. Take a shitter. Take a shitter. Adam Page beat John Moxley. He needed that win. It was a great win. What did you guys think of the show? Loved it. Absolutely loved Dynamite. Everything about it. You're not gonna have. You're not. I'm not gonna nitpick about a goddamn thing because I absolutely thought it was awesome. Uh, everything from the the only thing that I will nitpick is uh, <laughs> I, I, th- I was shocked that they opened with Paige and uh, and Mox. I, I thought they were gonna open with the uh, the ladder match because like history has shown that like nobody gives a fuck about the Bucks and Kenny and Death Triangle according to the ratings. So like, but I, I was glad to see that I was wrong. But. Uh, I would have I would have switched the order and it would have had Kenny and the Bucks open with Death Triangle and then have Paige and Moxley because the story was really there with Mox and Paige like that's like that's heat that's like real like I want to fucking kick your ass shit where this is just we have to have a match because it's what we said we were going to do so anyway but I love the I love the show MJF was great Daniel Bryan was great everything Ricky Starks everything was good. Hands with Kevin. Did you get to see the show? I watched the show. I did. I, I don't think that I am as high on it as, uh, you know, 
other Kevin, I guess. It was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. It was... I didn't care for the Adam Cole promo. Uh, and not not just like nothing against nothing against Adam Cole or anything like that. It just it was it was very predictable in the way the presentation came out. Uh, we, we've seen that we've seen that promo before from other competitors that are coming back. Uh, nothing against him. Happy he's okay, happy he's coming back. It was just it was watching it, it was just very predictable for me. And I I, I don't like when it's that predictable. Um Loved what MJF did. He took he took a lot of heat online for it, but I thought it was some pretty good classic heel work, which is kind of what he does. So that's fantastic. Don't give a good goddamn about the trios. In fact, you could, I could even say I fucking hate trios. So give a shit less. I don't care if they were doing the, the best out of fucking nine, yeah. best out of 11. Don't care. Didn't matter to me whatsoever. Uh, the Hangman Mox uh, match, I enjoyed it. Danielson, I always enjoy. So, I mean, it was it was a good episode. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't putting craters in the moon. Oh well, no. I mean, I was, I was just, I was just kind of like emphasizing it for just, I guess, the sake of emphasize. I, but I really did like, like, I didn't, I didn't turn it off for a second. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. those shows were like, I just didn't. Normally, I will switch back and forth. If there's a hockey game or basketball on, I didn't change the channel at all for AEW this week. And I thought mm-hmm. that the Adam Cole stuff, the fact that Tony Schiavone said. Please welcome my guest at this time and didn't say his name. And then Adam Cole comes out, bro. The pop was nuts. So insane. Did did anybody believe that the Bucks and Omega weren't gonna win that series? Especially being down three nothing. Like it was just it's just I don't know. I don't like it being that predictable. Right. And Matt, I, let I me ask you this, because there's a there's been a lot of scuttlebutt because we're we're coming off Wrestle Kingdom. Kenny Omega obviously wins the United States <laughs> the United States championship, right? Uh, against Will Ospreay. And so now, like, there's been a lot of debate about how he's used in New Japan and how he appears in AEW. And it's almost like in AEW, Kenny Omega is like a cartoon character, where in New Japan, he's a legit certified, like, dare I say, like, Undertaker badass type dude. Why don't they do... Why doesn't AEW do that with him and... Uh, you could, that's the you know Tony was spot on last week when he said it. He doesn't like Kenny Omega and AEW goofy with the fucking young bucks. But the, that presentation for that Wrestle Kingdom match, like he was fucking vicious. Like that's the best bout machine, right? And you kind of got a little glimpse when him and, and Danielson did the the match, the half an hour one at the first Grand Slam. But like once he got like with Don Callis and he was like being the pompous like dickhead champion yeah. like it's 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 so far removed from from what new japan fans know it just i don't know i really I, don't know i want kenny omega to be a top like i don't want him with the bucks anymore like i i understand that like, that's never gonna not be a thing the, the elite is always gonna be a thing i understand that and i accept it but i want kenny omega back on my main events. Like I want him fighting Mox. I want him fighting Jericho. I want him fighting Daniel Bryan or MJF. Like that's what I I want. Give me Kenny Omega MJF as like a serious fucking feud. Like, I think, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Am I missing something with that? No, you're not. I just, I don't, again, it's one of those things that doesn't make sense. Like why is Lance Archer in the G one more important to me than Lance Archer on dynamite? Like, I don't know why. And it might be because he is part of the, the he's an EVP and that's creative. Like maybe that's just the way he wants to be seen in America. Cause maybe okay. he thinks American wrestling is goofy. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> he had no trouble exercising his 
losing control as an EVP before. So far be it from him to maybe put himself in a position to, to be higher up on the card. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. Tony, like Tony was spot on last week when he said it, man. Yes. Like, dude, it's a it's a whole different presentation in Japan. And it's weird because he's the U.S. champion now. And and he fucking teamed with Okada and New Year's Dash, which was huge. Did you see what Abushi said about not ruling out him and Kenny Omega teaming again? I, I would I would love to see Abushi come back. Love it. Uh, people are people want it. They need it. <laughs> we need Tony the, the Golden Lovers. Abushi. Tony we the Golden Lovers. I yeah, miss weird. I miss my fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> so do I. So do I. So next week on Dynamite, we got Danielson Bandito. We got Darby Allen Kushida. Kushida's making the fucking rounds. He won a six way at the Impact pay per view. Bullshit. And now. <laughs> <laughs> now he's re- challenging Darby Allen for the TV title. Darby. TNT title, whatever. Darby. Darby, get to the chopper. And then uh, Pockets is defending his title. With, uh, I love, I love how Matt calls him Pockets now. <laughs> I love it. Fucking uh, Pockets. That's his name, right? Fucking Pockets. <laughs> oh, Matt left. Oh, there he goes. When you turned your head, the shit disappeared. Like we got a little swirly, and then as soon as you turned back, you came back. Interesting. Um, that's really all I got in the AEW. I mean, I, I know we're 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 up against it, so I don't want to start a conversation that we can't finish here. Can I can I give you can I give you results from my new favorite wrestling show? Wow, Women of Wrestling. For oh, this it's week? back. Fuck yeah, it's back. I don't know what happened, but it act, my DV my DVR actually caught up to it. We got some fucking results here, folks. Listen, let me just let me preface you with this. This shit is so over the top campy. The wrestling is okay to really, really bad. I mean, they're fucking blowing spots, and even the different camera cuts can't hide the shit. But aside from how bad it is, it's really fucking good. It fucking makes no sense. I'm yelling at my TV watching it, but I can't fucking turn away. It's that fucking good. What network is carrying this story? Because I think I've seen it on YouTube. What I've network got it carries on it? Locally, it's on Channel 10, which is like New York 55. It's like some sort of like extra CBS kind of thing. Okay. WLNY. Yes, exactly. So it's like some places it's channel 10, some places it's channel 55, like they kind of have a split signal. Yeah. But what what this network does, what this network needs, this network gets. <laughs> what this network does, they kind of like they kind of glom off like the local news from CBS. So like when the news comes on at five o'clock, it's like the CBS news, but they do all like different programming other than like some like local CBS shit. So they get a lot of shit from CBS New York. But then they have like their own extra stuff. Like they'll show like Family Guy at midnight and things like that. And like one of their programming is is Wow mm-hmm. on the weekends. So anyway, let me get to this. The Tonga Twins, Chaos and Kona, defeated the Heavy Metal Sisters. Now it's not the same Heavy Metal Sisters from the beginnings of Glow. And what I found out that I Wow does, <laughs> they take a lot of the old gimmicks and they're kind of rehashing them. You'll get you'll see them in a second. Malia Hosaka, I don't know if you remember her, but she's been around forever. Uh, she wrestled Gigi Gianni, who has the fucking most annoying name that the commentators have to say in full every time she does something or gets her ass kicked. Malia Osaka is with Exodus and Genesis. How's that for original names? But the three of them are actually a pretty cool-looking team. 
Then we've got some Mexican uh, wrestlers. We got Reina Del Rey and Vivian Rivera. Reina Del Rey beat her. This match was fucking dog shit. I couldn't fucking turn away from it. And then the, the big six-woman tag team main event, Jesse Jones got her got her revenge when she, ha- she had the Colonel, I think it's the Colonel Sahara Sparks, and Americana, and they defeated Ice Cold, the disciplinarian, and her, her lackey, Samantha Smart. But then there was like a whole fucking big like rigmarole at the end where more women came out, and these two redneck women who helped some of the rich bitches get a tow because their car broke down to the show and they had tickets. <laughs> so they jumped the railing, and they jumped in to help out Jesse Jones and her crew. It was fucking wild, dude. And at the very end, after all this, Jesse Jones is like, Dave McLean, I want one more match against these women. And Dave McLean's like, you want the match? You got the match. And it was all fucking pandemonium. I'm telling you, it's so bad. It's fucking amazing. Amazing. This How replaced the book. This replaced fucking MLW. This replaced fucking <laughs> NWA. It's fucking horrifyingly bad, but so satisfyingly good. How am I supposed to book one of these women when you're just pooping all over the product here? Dude, I shit all over everything and we book people. So what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what Wild Hips was. That was good. That was me. I didn't know what Wild Hips was. Well, I didn't know either. I think you had mentioned it once. If you say he's teaming with Taguchi, all right, I get it. I remember they were a team. What the fuck was Wild Hips? I don't know. Yeah, and I mistook Carl Fredericks for Michael Elgin. No, you didn't. He was ribbing you, dude. Oh, was he? Yes. I I was ribbing him about hips don't lie, so there you go. No, it all worked out. I was making him laugh in the chat when he was down below, whatever the fuck we were talking about before that. He was fucking laughing. It was bare necessities. It was bare necessities. That's right. So we've replaced NWA and MLW with women of wrestling. It kind of seems that way, and I'm wow. sort of right. okay with it. So, Brendan Haney, we're going to need women of wrestling results every week now. <laughs> I don't oh, know where the Tony, fuck find Listen, them. Tony, watch. He'll, he'll give it to us. Yeah, but I want to follow along. What if it's a good story? Where can I? Is it available on YouTube? Can I watch an episode? You can just set your DVR. Do a search for WoW. On, on I don't YouTube. have a DVR. I don't have cable. Oh, that's right. Oh, you suck. Right. Uh, no, I me... don't. I stream. I have Hulu Plus. You don't yeah. have broadcast? Like... Hulu! Like, no. you don't you don't have two four seven five? I do. Let me see. Let's see what's on the oh, Hulu. You, what would it be? WNL. Oh, I think you can watch the episodes right on the website, it looks like. Ugh, can't wait. <laughs> Live filter. I want to see the triple. Oh, there's a cat commercial. There's, talent. there's some episodes here, but let me see. The travel channel, true TV, TV. Tony, is Kayla involved in that promotion? No, no. Uh the, the girl Sparks was the one that I mentioned earlier. She's uh, it's Sahara Sparks. She's she's like Sahara a, Sparks. Yeah, so she's like, even Sparks. She's like a she's like a like a general or some shit. Like she's like the whole thing. Oh, like, I do get it. There you Told go. You. So Jesse Jones is like she's like a country girl, and Americana's like you know like you know is USA's she a country girl. No, but who's like who like is this like Maria Canellis's vehicle? No. This was no. This was supposed to be set up for. Um, this is not women's wrestling army. What the uh, fuck was her name? Uh, oh fuck! It is. Oh, what do you mean? It's not available now. What the hell's her name? God damn it! The one that was the champion in Impact, Tessa Blanchard. This was supposed to be her vehicle, but they, they, they had to throw it out. Yeah, she. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. is Jeannie Bus behind this, right? The lady that owns the Lakers. Yes, she's behind wow. this, and, and AJ Mendez is behind mm-hmm. it as well. She's do she does commentary every week. AJ and uh, she's like AJ. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. And she's like an executive producer on the show too. So the shit comes on Saturday night at eleven PM and then Sunday morning, Sunday night at eleven PM. I'm in. Tony. Can you re- can you record it? I'm in. Yeah, I can. Fucking A, dude. Chord options. New was it, maybe maybe it was was it Pluto I might have seen it on? I don't know, but season three, episode nineteen, determination and destruction collide. Let's try to get AJ on the show. Gen Z competitor Jennifer Flores, Sahara Spars takes on Reina Del Rey, Holly Swag, fuck and yeah, Big dude. Rig Betty team with Jesse Jones. <laughs> That's it. Big That's Rig it. Betty. That's the one. <laughs> Swag had to call her mama with the big tow truck. So like Big Rig Betty's like and Large Marge and like OGB. and she was driving the Big Rig, bro. She was pulling the horn and everything. <laughs> Tickets for that wrestling we want to see. And she's like, well, come on, girls. We got to get you there. Fucking Tony, fantastic, dude. Tony, I'm not going to lie. You've piqued my interest. I'm not even joking. I am going to watch am- this. It's going to be amazing. All Let's right, get so Large we've... Marge on the show. I can't. So, I can't believe all of us are going to be watching fucking WoW. I can't wait. It'll. Re- it's replacing NWA. And then if we're going to replace MLW, I think we need to do the XBW route. No, fuck that. <laughs> I think that's free on YouTube too, so we can watch that talk garbage. Not fucking doing it. <laughs> no disrespect. Yada, yada, yada. Fuck that. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to mix porn and wrestling, I'm going to watch something that's done a little bit more tastefully. Yes. Like, wow. Actual porn. <laughs> like, wow. No, wow is a very wholesome show. It's, a, it's actually kind of neat to watch. Kind of neat to watch. Yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's so bad, dude. I'm not even joking how bad the wrestling is. I need a Big Rig Betty t-shirt. I gotta find one of those. Tony, <laughs> or Matt, what are the odds you can reach out to Big Rig Betty and get her on this show? Oh, my God. Does she have a Twitter? Tony? At Big Rig Betty 69? <laughs> I don't know. Big Rig Betty. Wow. Twitter. What do you got? Let's what do you got? See. Show me something. Uh, oh my Maria, gosh. what is this? Maria, no, who's Maria this? James? Is that her? Amazing Maria? She, uh, oh, there it is. Wow underscore big rig Betty. Gonna give her a nice follow. I'm gonna follow her too. We got the DMs open. Let's send her a message. I got a new phone so I can follow everyone I want right now. And, big, and big, see, big see if she'll get uh, what's her name in there too? Holly Swag. I like Fuck Holly Swag. Fucking yeah. at wow underscore big rig Betty. There's big she rig is. Betty. And there a message right now. Hold Fuck on. yeah. How do I find? How do I find people? How do I search? What's going on here? Okay, there you go. Uh, love the product. Wow. <laughs> underscore any interest? Big rig Betty in joining. Uh, big rig Betty. Fucking big rig Betty. Holy shit! Podcast one Monday night. I'm gonna follow Raina at the right too. Why not? Follow them all. Yeah, I, I'm working on it. Just a mother crush? trucker trying to find her way. Who's Crush? Yeah. I'm gonna follow Crush too. I don't know her, but I'm gonna follow her. I think that's oh, the man. chick BK that was punching Rhythm. Tony Atlas in the head. BK Rhythm, Americana Wow, G.I. Jane. I'm following everyone. Yeah, you and me both. Who's Jetty or Judy? Judy. <laughs> 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 the Appalachian Dream. Following her. Okay. Oh, fuck me. Holy shit. Who's ready for some mother trucker action? 
Followed them all. Oh, yeah. God damn. All right. Well, the message has been sent out to Big Rig Betty. Uh, next week on the show, we're doing a Wizards Rewind back to Clash of the Champions 32. So be sure to tune in for that. We got Jossie. We are making up our Jossie interview on uh, January 30th. Holla, holla. Uh, February 13th. He's the voice of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kevin Kelly is going to be joining us. Fuck yeah. Love it. Uh, and then we're working on Big Rig Betty. And uh, Vinny Pacifico might be coming back at the end of February. So like the, fucking, the fucking asshole that goes out to get his brother donuts in the middle of a fucking <laughs> nor'easter. Hey, Tony, don't count him out, all right? <laughs> don't... Oh, boy. What a great show. It's great to be back. Great to have everybody back. Uh, Kevin and Tony held it down last week with an excellent episode. Um, I am sorry I disappointed everybody by not taking my shirt off and spreading vanilla ice cream and cheeseburgers all over my skin. I'll work to improve my animal magnetism. Uh, can we call this episode No Portholes? <laughs> no Portholes or Portholes? Uh, you could you could just say there were no portholes with a big exclamation point. No Portholes! Exclamation point. Uh, we'll be back next week. With another fun-filled episode of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. Uh, if you are not subscribed to the YouTube, youtube.com backslash the Shining Wizards, uh, you want to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button on a video, leave a comment, let us know you're out there checking us out. Uh, and then, of course, subscribe on all podcasting platforms. We're on uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon. We're uh, everywhere. Google Podcast, Audible. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We literally are everywhere. You got a streaming service? We're on that shit. iHeartRadio. We're on fucking iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Fuckamole. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck Listen to the Shining Wizards Network, by the way. We're hoping to have a brand new commercial block next week so we can actually take an extended pee break. Still That'd waiting nice. on a few commercials to come in. All right. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy the show. I don't know if we're doing a Wizards After Dark, but we'll talk about that after we do the show uh, thing where I put up the gimmick. Oh, yeah. Right. Three time, three time, three time. Who's hitting the button? Good night, Diana. Oh, be nice, you. Be nice. She didn't even show up tonight.